Hey guys, Eric here, and I want to talk to you real quick about the dailydownforce.com. Every day, this website covers the latest news and trends in NASCAR, from silly season right through the checkered flag in Phoenix. Need a new morning routine as soon as you wake up? Well, now you have it, dailydownforce.com. This is the website I use to keep up with the industry, the drivers, and of course, what the community is talking about. And speaking of community, dailydownforce.com is also home to some of your other favorite NASCAR content creators. Plus, they've got all sorts of information that I like to keep bookmarked, like schedules, penalties, ratings, and everything you want to know. Oh, and be sure to check out the merch shop while you're there to find some exclusive diecasts and collectibles. So check out dailydownforce.com, that's dailydownforce.com, and I'll see you in the replies. Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. What's the first deal they built, I bet? No, no. I think the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, dailydownforce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Bought Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item packed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. 
Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. everybody welcome to the national hey. podcast uh as you know we are expecting a guest to make it in here soon the president of nashville super speedway eric moses will be joining us here tonight he actually just called us a little wrapped up over to the offices of nashville super speedway but he is going to be on give him about 15 20 minutes in the meantime we got to talk about what happened at nashville sister trek dover raceway where my guy, Owen. Got second win of the year, first time of his career. He's got multiple wins. Uh, great performance by Hendrick Motorsports overall. One, two, three, four. Did not expect it. Two times this year, I picked him to suck, and he got the win. Uh, Eric, what's your thoughts on this race? Yeah, I, I mean, the big takeaway from the the whole weekend was Hendrick Motorsports. I, I don't want to say they came out of nowhere. I think we all expected some of the Hendrick guys to be good. Larson's been great there, but in the past, you know, Chase Elliott's been really good there in the past. But to finish one, oh, two, three, four. Yikes, well, that's crazy. The first time any team has done that since Roush in 2005. And in fairness, they had five cars and they could only get four. So they even missed. And fun fact, Kenny Wallace was in that fifth entry that day because... Oh, no wonder they didn't get one through five. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, no, I'm just kidding. But no, it was an interesting race, kind of for the second week in a row. It was sort of just going through the motions. You know, it had a lot of long runs. Um, at one point, I think Kyle Larson led by about eight or nine seconds. He won stage one by like eight or nine seconds. So you had some blowouts at times. But it was interesting that by the end it was Alex Bowman who seemed to be the class of the field. And I think Kyle Larson said it best during his post-race interview, all the Hendrick cars were pretty equally great, pretty equally dominant. And whoever got out front during those final restarts was going to win the race. And that's basically what happened. You know, Larson wasn't like right underneath, like battling Bowman for very long, but he was always, you know, a second, two seconds back. It was kind of within striking distance. Really the race was one on pit road when Alex Bowman's team, I saw a report that says that their final pit stop in this race was the fastest four tire pit stop by any team mm-hmm. this entire season yep. that got him the lead and Bowman didn't give it up. So great run it goes to show and i remember even last year the 88 team of alex bowman they always had a really good uh time for their pit crew and you know unfortunately did lose the pit crew member sadly over the off season but uh that team's still very strong and i you can kind of feel like they're doing this uh for for the team for each other so it's it's an overall team effort i 
in the past as a fan of the of the 88 slash 48, I've had a few races where I felt like Greg Ives might have made some calls that might have irritated me and, you know, might have messed up a good finish for him. But, uh, you know, this this was a great team effort. And I got to give uh, the entire props to that team for overcoming, uh, you know, what could have been a, what could have been, you know, a bad race for anyone else. But they, they put together the right calls and got the win. This Hendrick resurgence is awesome. Um, shout out. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this Hendrick resurgence is freaking awesome, man. You know, shout out to Michael Maroots, who predicted this very thing happening <laughs> yeah. way back in, what, early 2019, that clip was? Uh, yeah, early, yeah. mid-2019. Wow. And what did he, he say in that clip? That the Hendrick resurgence would happen once Jimmy retired. And it pained him at the time to say it, but I mean, hey, he did win, they did win a championship last year with Jimmy yeah. still in their stable. So maybe he was ha- somewhat right. But yeah, really, this year, I mean, but Byron... Now- we haven't mentioned it, but 11 straight top 10s. Yeah, Williams I was about Iron. to mention that. Yeah, oh 11 gosh. straight top 10s. Like now, I call him Boy Wonder. I've always called him Boy Wonder for some reason, just <laughs> a personal nickname of mine. But yeah, so like, that's crazy seeing him, you know, kind of take off because, you know, for a couple of years there, it was like, oh, when is this kid going to show up? Like, well, this is like, you know, all hype, flop, flop. And then some people way back in 2018 were freaking comparing him to like Casey Atwood. I'm like, whoa, look, it's his rookie. Like, let's relax here. And like Hendrick Motorsports was clearly in a rebuilding phase and now they've assembled a team you know that i think personally can rival the 2014 one they had that team was pretty strong you know now now again nobody won the uh uh the daytona 500 from hendrick motorsports this year like junior did in 14 but i think just the overall talent like like at the time like like it says a lot when you know the defending champion was viewed as the weakest link on Hendrick Motorsports and still is viewed I guess as the weakest link and like even though he doesn't have a win he's still running as as consistent as ever so just can't finish the deal so the point is is this 2021 Hendrick Motorsports team could rival the 2014 one very very soon one thing is for sure, you know, a couple of years ago, people might have been doubting, like, oh, does, does Hendrick really have a great future? Their future is here, and it looks good. I, there's been a lot There's been a lot of talk this week with Brad Keselowski. Now, last year, I think a lot of people might have said, if Brad wants to get with Hendrick Motorsports again, 2021's got to be his shot to do it. Well, now that you have pretty much four proven winners there, I think that mm-hmm. shot for anyone to get in there is kind of out the door right now. And yeah, I... I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about the the one two three four finish, um, and a lot of people were comparing him to Roush, and and I, I was too. I went back uh, for my video this week and, and watched the the two thousand five Ford five hundred. I wanted to see like what the similarity difference whatever it was. It is it's like night and day difference. Um, you know, while it was an awesome finish that Roush did, their guys ran most of them ran between fifth and and seventeenth, I, I guess, for most of the night. Whereas, like, the Hendrick guys, half the damn race was Hendrick. One, like, two, three. Four. What was it? Uh, stage two is when they got it. Uh, one, yeah. two, three, four. And then I mean, it just never they, stopped. Yeah, they never relinquished the lead of the top four spots. <laughs> like, I um, thought eventually, like, okay, somebody's going to break this one, two, three, four. But, like, nobody could. No, no. here's why I think that this is really ominous for the rest of the field, right? When you had Gordon, Kane, Johnson, and Junior in 2014 that were tearing stuff up. Mm-hmm. They were all in their late 30s, early 40s. <laughs> yeah. These guys, I think like Chase Elliott's the oldest one. There might be Bowman, <laughs> one of the two, but it's like 27 or 28 is the that's oldest. Not even, that's not even old. Yeah. Like, it's like they said during the broadcast, this is the youngest multi-car team in NASCAR, and it's four yeah. of them. Four like, of them. Wow. 
that's just that's got to be scary for the field. Well, guys, uh, we have a lot more to talk about Dover. It was a great weekend of racing, but we want to go ahead and let in our guest. We have the president of Nashville Super Speedway, uh, sister track to Dover, Eric Moses, and we're going to go ahead and let him in right now and join the join the crew here. Nice. Let me pull up the itinerary. <laughs> Give him a moment to uh, connect to his audio. Fantastic, Darian. Awesome. Hey, Eric, do you, ha- do you hear us? I hear you fine. All right, good, awesome. Good to good to see you again, me and I know you saw me and Darian a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I did, I did, and and don't you have the uh, the timely shirt on uh, this evening? <laughs> yeah, I I, I got to pull for the Ally Chevrolet every week, but especially gonna be pulling for him at the Ally Four Hundred in a few weeks. Yeah, I think Mr. Bowman might like concrete, so uh, we we've got a mile and a third of it for him if he wants to uh, if he wants some more. I, I'd like to see that. I think we all would really like to see that. Uh, want to thank you for joining us here. Speaking of the Ally 400, I just want to go ahead and ask, what are you looking forward to most in a few weeks when we go to the Father's Day race weekend? Just having race fans in our venue for the first time in 10 years, having cup fans in our venue for the first time ever, uh, providing an opportunity for people who have been cooped up for a year and a half to be out and about amongst other race fans and just amongst other people. You know, one of the biggest things I miss about uh, in the pandemic is the opportunity to meet strangers. And so uh, we're going to provide people with a great opportunity to come out and meet other fans, meet some strangers, have a great time and watch some fantastic racing. And I know you guys have already been doing some uh, promotional stuff for it. You had uh, myself out there working on the rise again of National Super Speedway. But I seen on uh, Twitter today, look like the folks over at NBC with Jeff Burton were there. And it looked like you had a fire suit on. Did you take a few laps around with Jeff Burton? <laughs> I did, and I got to tell you, it's the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Second time I've done that. First time was in the in the mid '90s uh, down at the Richard Petty Driving Experience down at uh, Disney World, um, and this time Jeff was fantastic. But the thing that I recognized, and I knew this already, and you guys will appreciate this: what we have to do in order to make new fans is we got to get them that experience. Because the appreciation that you have for what the driver has to do and what the machine has to do in order to perform in the conditions that our drivers have in these racetracks, uh, you can't appreciate it until you get in a car doing 170 miles an hour around a track and you're wondering going into the turns why the left half of the car doesn't just pull away from the car and the chassis doesn't break and the axle doesn't break under the force that it has to sustain going into that turn that fast. It's just amazing. It's amazing. And I only did four or five laps, but that was plenty. Well, I got to go I got to go around kind of like about 60 miles an hour in my pickup truck, but uh, I can't imagine that. If you guys ever get like the Rusty Wallace experience over there again, I got to come out and check it out. I think June 26th. Don't hold me to the date, but the week after our race, I think we are going to have a, a riding experience, and that, that information will be on uh, nationalsuperspeedway.com. I'll have to yes. look into that. So, Eric, I want to kind of build off what you said about uh, having fans in the venue uh, after, you know, a year with the pandemic and all. Uh, A lot of facilities have announced their attendance figures or what they're going to be or aiming to be. A lot of them are full capacity. I want to ask, what's the possibility of Nashville Super Speedway going full attendance for the June race? 
It's a great question. And, and, and while we have not announced yet, um, we think that the possibility is very, very high. In fact, I'd be surprised if we were anything less than, than 100% capacity. Uh, and we think for our cup race, that'll, that'll bring us in around 40,000 people on that Sunday to watch the Ally 400. Nice. I like, I love to hear that. I, I, I've been like a big bull. I'm getting back to yeah. everyone at the, at the, at the races. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm jealous of your background. I can tell you that. You got <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically where I grew up as a fan. So it kind of fits perfectly with this show going on. Very cool. Very cool. So I've seen you basically been a track ambassador in a sense. I mean, you threw out first pitch at the Vanderbilt baseball game. And then I think you were at some town hall thing. Maybe I, I can't exactly remember, but you've basically been all over the place uh, promoting Nashville's uh, event. How's um, what's that been like? It's been great. It's been great. And, you know, while I would, you know, for you guys, I would don a three piece suit. I have to say, I didn't do this just for you. I had a, I had a, a presentation this afternoon with the uh, Mount Juliet Chamber of Commerce. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, people have been very kind to invite me to, to speak to their to their groups, to share with them our progress and, and, and where we are with, with bringing the track back and preparing for Father's Day weekend. I have been welcomed with open arms uh, all around Nashville and Middle Tennessee. I've been grateful for that reception. Um, and people are excited. People are excited. The, the demand is out there. We're seeing in the ticket sales. And the excitement is out there for people to get back to the racetrack and also just get back out and about. I want to get to know you a little bit more, Eric. You talked about getting to do the driving experience or getting a lap around the track. But what was the first NASCAR race that you attended and how did it differ from other major sporting events you've been to? Great question. Driving 400 October of 2019 at the Monster Mile. Uh, and, and the funny thing about that is uh, I went to steal good ideas uh, for my XFL team, which was going to start playing in, in February. I had heard all these stories about how NASCAR was great at fan experience and sponsor activation. And I thought, hey, let's go see a, a NASCAR race so we can get some great ideas that we can implement when we get our XFL season started in D.C. And so I went there and it was certainly unique in terms of what one would expect and what I had experienced at stick and ball kind of uh, events and sporting events. Um, what I think stood out most for me was that the whole experience and the crowd from the fan zone to the pits was more diverse than I expected it to be. And I'm sure I was buying into the, to the stereotypes about what I should expect at a NASCAR track. Um, but I was very pleasantly surprised at the, you know, at the 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 full slice of America that I saw at Dover uh, during that during that driving 400, and that was that was encouraging. And this was way before I had any idea that I would end up in this role uh, at this time. But but I was pleased to to see what I saw there. That's awesome. So hearing that, you you spoke earlier on some of the many people that you've got to talk to. So I'm kind of curious since coming, kind of coming into the NASCAR industry, who has been some of your favorite new contacts you've been able to make within the NASCAR industry? Oh, uh, DW for sure has, has adopted me. I don't know that I gave him much choice because I've been, uh, you know, chasing him for a while. You can't be in a state and have a legend kind of in your backyard and not try to make friends. And, and he has been, very generous with me, and I, I'm very proud and humbled to be able to call him a friend. 
Um, Winston Kelly, the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, is a, is a dear friend at this point. Uh, n- never tires of my of my phone calls asking what are probably dumb questions uh, that he never tires of answering. Um, you know, uh, anytime I've had conversation with Steve Phelps from NASCAR, it's been great, as well as Brandon Thompson, who runs DE&I for NASCAR. Uh, we, we share a lot of uh, uh, similar, um, you know, not I won't say concerns, but ideas about how we can broaden the fan base and, and how we can introduce more people uh, to the great sport that NASCAR is. So, so those folks uh, kind of, kind of top of the list uh, here. Um, but, but there've been so many other people that I can't even, I, I can't even name who have been, Oh, Ty Norris at track house racing has been a great, great friend as well. And, uh, and also allows me to ask really dumb questions a lot uh, <laughs> about NASCAR as I, as I continue to scale my learning curve in this sport. So you talked about being in the community a lot. I got to ask with everything going on with the fairgrounds project, how does that kind of either feed into or affect the uh, dealings and everything going on at the super speedway? You know, it really doesn't because, you know, they have their project they're working on and we have ours uh, and we've got our, you know, our ally 400 and our sanctioning agreement for a minimum of four years. We're prepared to, to, extend that four years out indefinitely um, and to show NASCAR and to show the industry that, that, that the super speedway is a place where we should have a cup race and have a, a NASCAR uh, race weekend, at least one, if not multiple uh, every year uh, for, for a very long time. Um, I have a great deal of respect for the folks at SMI. Uh, Marcus Smith has been, has been very kind to me. Greg Walter at, at Charlotte is a friend. Brandon Hutchison down in, in Atlanta has been great. Eddie Gossage, who's about to ride off into the sunset, uh, has been has been generous with me as well. Uh, and so, uh, and Jerry Caldwell up at Bristol uh, has been very kind as well. So I wish those guys nothing but the best. If any market in the country can stand for more racing, it's Nashville. And so, you know, if we create a tide that raises all boats, I'm all for it as long as it benefits the sport. Well, I hate to kind of maybe ask the same question twice here, but hearing what Jared just said, uh, we did have a a very generous donation come in from a Michael Jensen donated $50 to ask you this question. Uh, (laughs) He said, question for Mr. Moses. There were several reports that adding the Super Speedway was a way to try to get the fairgrounds back in some capacity. Is it possible that both could be kept on the schedule after the fairgrounds is added to the schedule? Absolutely. I mean, now as a promoter, uh, and I'm sure Jerry would say the same thing. We want some distance between those races, right? Um, but yeah, could we be in the summer and they be, be in the spring or in the fall? Um, I, I think that's I, I think that's surely uh, something that that could happen. And again, I mean, more racing for Middle Tennessee uh, is a good thing. Um, I'm not certain whether they, if successful, they will end up moving a race weekend from Bristol or not. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think the schedule could, could survive it and people need another reason to want to come to Nashville. And really both venues are, although yes, we're in the Nashville market, they are, you know, a fairly good drive from one another. They're probably about what, 35 to 40 minutes away, but one's on over towards the Lebanon part of Nashville, the other one's more in the downtown part of it. So they appeal to the same market, but they're also closer to other markets. Yeah, I mean, it's all the Nashville market, right? Um, and people are coming here for Nash- Nashville is the destination. That's the magnet. Um, and, you know, as folks have said to me since I got here, 
our track is a lot closer to Nashville in 2021 than it was in 20, uh, 2001 or even 2011. <laughs> and that's because the, of the outstanding growth that you've seen in this marketplace. So it can certainly support it. Uh, we're serving the same market, but there's a lot of demand for, for, for the best drivers in America to come to this market. And I think we could certainly support it. We're, they're a short track. We're a super speedway. Uh, I think it could, it could absolutely work. So you touched up on it for a brief moment in, in, uh, in Eric's question. Um, you uh, spent some time in the XFL. Um, just kind of talk about that and also um, how um, did, uh, did uh, being in the XFL help you out with uh, this new role as track president? It was a great experience, probably to that point, uh, the closest to a dream job that I'd ever had, being able to, to not only um, run a, a professional football team, but also to, to do that as a startup. Uh, I think the experience of running a startup uh, I have leaned on every day since taking on this role because we're essentially a startup. Um, we are fortunate in the sense that we have our colleagues in Dover uh, with an organization that's been around for 50 plus years and is steeped in the knowledge of this industry um, to rely on and to lean on. But we're standing up an organization from scratch. And uh, having done that very recently, um, you know, I've exercised those muscles much more recently than a lot of people have. And I think that that was good training for, for what we're going through here. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, that part I lean on, I lean on daily. You called uh, Nashville a magnet earlier. So my final question uh, is what recommendations do you have for fans that are coming into the area and might spend a few days or the whole week in the area? What, what kind of fun things are there to do around Nashville? I mean, I don't know that we have that amount of time for me to list all the yeah, things that one could do, could do in Nashville. I mean, you know, most tourists are going to want to get down to Broadway for the honky tonks mm -hmm. down there. Yeah. Obviously, Old Red, which is uh, which is Blake Shelton's place. Jason Aldean has a place down there. There are too many to name. Um, the Grand Ole Opry, uh, you know, is is a great place in Opryland. That whole area out there is fantastic. Um, you know. Uh, the Ryman Fifth and Broadway, which is the newest commercial development downtown at it's, the old convention center site. It's really nice. Yeah, right across the street from Bridgestone and and and, and the Ryman. That's the um, that's the Hattie B's that we area. went to, Darian. No, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, they've got a a lot going on out there. There's just there's just so much there's so much to do and to discover in Nashville, which is why I think having two races three races, however many there are um, in this market, uh, will, will, will never be enough because people from all over are going to want to travel here and, and have an excuse to travel here to have a great time in Nashville. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me this, on the subject of Hattie B's, should I get these three to join me in trying some of Hattie B's hottest level of chicken just one time? Just one time? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, uh, yeah, I, th I think your viewers want to see that. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. Er Eric, so you see us in pain? What? The, the, the title of the video, Eric Estep in pain because of Hattie B's. <laughs> right. My face is already I red. I have plenty plenty of milk on you when you go that day. Yeah, <laughs> sure. sure. Well, uh, Eric, before we get you out of here, we're going to ask two more questions. One does come from one of our viewers. It's kind of one that I'm interested in, too, because uh, uh, PTM Billy in our chat left a $5 super chat to us, and he wants to know, it's kind of something that I want to know too, when I go to races, one of my favorite things to do is, is shopping on the outside of the trek. So do you know, as of right now, if there's going to be any kind of uh, vendors, whether that's some of NASCAR's vendors or some individualized vendors that will be at the track selling NASCAR merchandise? 
Yeah, absolutely. We expect our fan zone to be lively and to have merch haulers from, from NASCAR, from Legends, some of the independents as well. And, uh, you know, the weird thing for us in planning was that when most of our planning was happening, we were well into the COVID pandemic and, and needing to plan uh, for a more restrictive environment, not knowing how things would be when June came around. Now that things are, are moving in the, in the right direction and moving very quickly, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about people expecting us to put on an event that will feel like a pre-COVID event when we had to be planned during COVID. Mm -hmm. So what I would ask mm -hmm. your viewers and others to keep in mind is while we were planning, we were well into COVID and planning for that to be uh, around um, because we didn't know any better. We will give people an idea and an, and an inkling and a taste of what is to come. But believe you me, what you experience at our race weekend next year will be even greater than when you experience mm. this year. And as each year goes on, uh, I want us to be able to extend this to a race week and where people come in uh, and experience different kinds of programming downtown, out here, at the track, et cetera, for an entire week. Um, and I think we'll get there. Actually, I know we'll get there. It'll take us some time. We'll need some support from shows like yours and fans like your viewers. But we'll get there. And, um, and it's going to be a good time doing it. See, that, make, that makes me excited because I'm actually like planning in the near future on mm. moving down to the Nashville area. Same. So like, that makes me excited if, if there's mm. going to be stuff throughout the week and mm. building up to it. Just the possibility yeah. that this place just a few years ago had <laughs> nothing really to offer a NASCAR yeah. fan except tracks that used to be. Now we have one that's back and one that's trying to come back. This is becoming the NASCAR Central plus the award ceremony. And we've got, you know, it's not NASCAR, but we've got the, the Music City Grand Prix coming yeah. in August. So Nashville is turning into a, a motor city of sorts. And can't forget SRX as well. Their championship race yeah. here as well. So Got to be out there for that. Nashville is a race fan's dream right now. Well, Eric, we appreciate you coming on and talking to Nashville Super Speedway and the uh, Ally 400 coming up. We're all excited. We've got our ticket spot. Now, real quick before you get out of here, We'll get to our thoughts for this upcoming race weekend from Circuit of the Americas, but we would like to hear from you who it would be your pick to win this Sunday's race at Circuit mm. of the Americas. Oh, goodness. Um, road course. So Kyle Larson has been running really well all, all season. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't claim to know how well he does on road courses. So I'm going to say Larson. I'm going to just go out on the limb and say Larson and Logano. I'm going to kick stick with the L's. Larson and Logano. All right. Beautiful. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Larson since that was the first pick for him there. Yeah, yeah. Does, See, that. what we do is we keep a score, a running score each week for all of our points, and then we have a guest slot. Right now the guests are way behind, so we're really mm -hmm. hoping that you're able to start picking that up. Like a lot is riding on this pick, so <laughs> – Larson has no, no pressure, huh? No pressure. Yeah, no, no, pressure. No, no. I'm telling you this after you picked. I didn't. I didn't want to put any added pressure on you. But, but hey, I, I want to say this. That we also do. Who do we think is going to have a bad race? Well, I just so happen to have said that my pick for a bad race for both Richmond and Dover would be Alex Bowman, and, mm -hmm. he, and he won both times. So what, yeah. what, what can you do about that? <laughs> yeah, Alex. Alex wants you predicting him to have a bad race every race this year. I think. Yeah, I, I think he's going to do terrible at Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, Eric, well, I appreciate you guys having me. Keep up the great work that you're doing to connect you. with uh, 
with NASCAR fans and to get our sport out there. I really do appreciate all the coverage you've given us and how you've supported our uh, revitalization and rebirth of Nashville Super Speedway. And we want to invite all your fans to come out and, uh, and check us out uh, both Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We look can't forward wait, to yeah. it. We can't wait. And we hope to see a lot of you guys there. As always, if you see us at any race that we're at, please feel free to say hello. Mm-hmm. Of course. All right. Thank you, Eric. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you have a good one, man. Coming on, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. No problem. Bye-bye. All right. Eric Moses, everybody, Nashville Super Speedway. Uh, as he said, there is no announcement yet of a full capacity 40 Ally 400. However, keep an eye on them. It sounds like there could be a chance, and if there is, they will probably have more tickets available. 40 Ally 400. They've already made the announcement they're bringing in additional grandstands. So just be on the lookout for our friends over at Nashville Super Speedway. And if there's any I mean, more tickets, buy a ticket for the Ally 400. He, he sounded pretty. He yeah, sounded confident. pretty bold. Yeah, it's pretty like, bold too. I heard that and like, I like I perked up in that moment. I'm like, yes. I think that, I think okay. this grin I've had in weeks on here. Yeah. I want to say I appreciate everyone who has donated and super chatted tonight. We've already been off to a good start. We will get to that more as a little bit later in the show. However, Jared, I just want to read one to you that I know you're going to love. Okay. Four ninety nine from Jar Jar Binks. Oh God. And I'm gonna oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to uh, read it the exact way it's come in. Misa nervous. <laughs> Not, well, Jeez. Thesa dominated Hendrick the race. Larson <laughs> and Big Dudu. Thesa need a muy muy help. At least Thesa, not the cheater boy Harvick. Harvey get bad PR. <laughs> There's that, a reason Yusa got uh, banned from the city. <laughs> that, oh that is god. one of the best super chats I've seen. Oh in a my long god, time. I love that. I love I, that. I, I, I know not. I know not the entire podcast is big Star Wars people, but I know Jared is, and I am. <laughs> it's I, just I, sounded I, funny. I really, it sounded funny I really, though. I, I didn't know that, it was. That, that was pretty clever. Good job to that. One. But hey, so let's get back to talking about uh, Nashville Super Track Dover. Where were we at on that? I was I was talking just about how impressive it is that how young the Hendrick fleet is and the fact that they're already at this level right now that can be compared to really any other fleet of Hendrick cars, like a full-on one. I and we're only heck, 14 races in, too. That's the 13, crazy part. 13. Or 13, excuse me. Yeah, that, we're, we're halfway through the regular season. So a lot can change, but mm-hmm. I mean, when you're weak link – like we were alluding to before, can be said is the defending champion who is supposed to be basically like the next superstar, like a level up from Dale Jr. kind of deal. Mm. That's that's big. And yeah. and there, there's the, the competition better be worried because the way that Gibbs was dominant in the mid-2010s and, and going to the late 2010s is how Hendrick could be, except they got younger drivers to do it. Yeah, and they can – and it seems like they're all um, – centered with each other you know sharing information here and there all that stuff there's no like breaking team chemistry it looks like everyone seems to be pretty chill over there too so it's not like a case where uh johnson gordon and then a and uh and 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 up and coming kyle bush is in the mix and he's kind of like yeah like i want to make my own name like no everybody's uh everybody's doing their own thing over there it's pretty good absolutely i i was happy to see a race like this it was refreshing to see um Hendrick have a good day like that so yeah yeah and then some other get used to it it. yeah Yeah, get used to it basically some other performances too I mean Truex was off but I mean I think he had some damage I guess yeah he was way off he was off before he got that damage he went from first oh yeah 
and then yeah. just kept going backwards. They uh, couldn't, yeah, they couldn't like just adjust his car. Basically, I don't know why. Just they just couldn't do it. I'm like, damn, this is one of his best tracks too. If he's not, had maybe such a good year. No, that was yeah. certainly surprising. That's Eric Almarola and SHR. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, Two cars God. junked once again, including the ten. Hey, so I was actually in the shower when that happened. So what happened? He like got <laughs> loose. He got loose, or he just uh, like. I, what happened to Almarola? He no, I think he just cut a tire down. It just oh. pushing too hard, or it just you yeah, know. I, was, I think it was, it was early in a run. It was early in a run, so it was just probably just mm. ran over something. It, it was Dang. it was sad to say that because he was having a good day for once. Yeah, it's you, bad you wanna, luck. You want me to to make this like really bad for Almarola fans here? Oh, oh God, what you have been? The, he, you've been the Almarola agent of chaos all year. I have, and I'm going to continue right now. He is closer right now in points. Let's see. He's currently 129 points out. That's all? Cl- I actually That's thought it was going to be higher. Not going to well, lie. <laughs> the, 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 the performance like from 14th on back hasn't been the greatest this mm, year. No. Um, but he right now is currently closer to James Davison in points than he is the playoffs. Hey, James <laughs> Davison is the most recent NASCAR winner. Uh, yeah, don't you, don't you be put some respect on, on his on, name. On, don't you be dogging James Davison. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Wow. He's almost, he's about the same distance away from the playoffs as he is to Jamie McMurray in points. Oh, oh, that, that oh no. Okay. That, that how, was, many, how, many races, how many races has Jamie McMurray run this year? One. <laughs> oh, geez. Now that is crazy. That's, that's wild right there. Jamie that's McMurray nuts. is 34th in points. And is currently 139 away, which means that if Almirola just kind of like loses 10 points on the playoff bubble com- compared to how many he gains on McMurray, he will be closer to Jamie McMurray in points. Yeah. McMurray ran one race in a Spire car and that's, has. That's oh disgusting. And I, remember, if it's, well, if it's to me. To be fair, it was Spire, but it was basically made by Chip Ganassi, I think. So. One race. Like, it's just crazy. And so. All right. For me, Almirola at this point needs to just every single week just full send into every corner on the restarts, balls to the wall, crazy-ass strategy. You have nothing to lose. Whatever it is, yeah, there is literally nothing to lose. You are fully funded. Just go for it because at this this point, you are not going to make up that gap. This is all leading to him winning Daytona, isn't it? That's it. Watch him. Watch him win Daytona or something, and he's in, bro. I'd argue he just need he needs to take it as easy as possible, just not wreck, not blow anything until we get to that season finale at Daytona. That's his only shot at winning. Let's be honest, it's Eric Almarola. So then, then you go all out. But right now, they just got to stop tearing up equipment. But, I'm genuinely worried they're out of parts over there. Yeah, Jeez. But, but here's a positive though. Here's a positive at least. Daniel Suarez, second top ten for Trackhouse okay. Racing. That they have surprised me, and I'm I think we're far enough this into the season that we can say track, track, house. track house is better than 2311 so far yeah and, that is true. And props to 2311 first top team uh, 15 finish of the season but i mean oh, oh man we, i mean we Suarez say that is on one we say that bubba's still seven points ahead of Suarez. How? Yeah, see, How? See, that's crazy I, I was just I about know. to bring that up i was just about to bring that up like so it's crazy like so suarez like yeah sure he has more top fives and top tens but i mean even though Bubba, like, that was his first top 15, he's, like, consistently been finishing, like, in the 20s and sometimes in, like, the low teens, in the high, in, or, uh, excuse me, in the uh, 
in the high teens, basically. And it's it's weird. It's just a weird thing. But yeah, he's only seven points ahead. But it's, I mean, which team has shown the highest potential at this point? It's been Trackhouse. Trackhouse, yeah. Expected that. Yeah. I think we thought Bubba's team would show flashes of brilliance because of that Toyota alliance, and maybe Suarez would be the steady, consistent one. It's kind of been the opposite. Bubba's yeah, been consistently has. in twentieth. Suarez has been either twenty eighth or third in <laughs> leading laps. Yeah. You know, it's like, whoa, what is going on? But but that's interesting that they are right next to each I, other in points. I thought Suarez. I see. I was. If, if there were people, I was going to swap. I thought Suarez would run how Almirola is running, and Almirola would run how Suarez is. Like I would. So I have not cool. been on. I I was not high after the off season on on Eric Almirola, but. I, I definitely was not high at all on Suarez doing as well as he's done. Um, I, I, I tell you what, for Suarez, I'm going to be really interested when we get to Pocono because I think statistically that's probably one of his best tracks. He almost was, won one of the races. Too, he, he, I, remember. I, I, I think he was contending with Gibbs. I think he even had a chance pretty much with Stuart Haas too. So I'm going to be really yeah. curious when we get to that one. I'm so curious for this weekend because they said during the broadcast night that Suarez is looking forward to it. And he ran from went from mm-hmm. like 30th to he, 15th in an iRacing event tonight. He might That's be impressive. the only one that I think is going to transition well from what we saw virtually into the real car. Mm-hmm. So I can read off really quick what the playoffs are looking right, right, All right. right now. Let's hear it. I'm only going to read Denny Hamlin's point gap because it just gets more and more ridiculous every week. <laughs> 293 points. <laughs> Then he had a couple off weeks in there too. Yeah, it's that big. Denny, so go on vacation for a little bit. You'll be fine. Just win. He could take a month off and still probably have close just, to hundred point cushion. Just win, bro. Just win a race. Would Would you like to hear how many points per race he would have to give up? I'm do, I'm doing math here. How I many like, he would have to give up? Oh, per race know. through the rest of the regular season. I yes. don't know. Like ten or twenty, right? I'm trying to do the math in my no, head. No, no, he. In order to tie with the number uh, with 17th right now, which is Matt Benedetto, he would have to lose 22 and a half points per race. <laughs> like we're getting to the point where like we could head into the two week break with Denny Hamlin already clinching a spot. That's nuts. So, so, Just like on points. So, so, yeah. you're, so you're telling me Denny could go on a few week vacation and let Ty Gibbs, AKA Todd blue drive the car. Nah, and he'd be fine. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe, make go- it happen. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. Do it. <laughs> Going through the rest of them. Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick, about 150. Uh, See, that's the other thing I want to mention earlier. Chase Elliott's the weak link, but he still has, I knew he had, that's a what I'm saying. Yeah. He is. He's, he's still he has coasting been, into the playoffs. He has been very consistent, like in the top 10, top five. So, so basically yeah. those, those, those three bottom three, like, like we, like they're going to make the playoffs, like Harvick, it, Elliott, it Hamlin. Craziness yeah. So they're good. The real battle begins here though. Uh, Austin Dillon is plus 60, so he's about a full oh. race up now. Wow. Um, I'm telling yeah. you, people are sleeping on Austin Dillon. He's not a yeah. contender, but he's somebody who's consistent into the round of eight. He's consistent this year, man. And, and I figured it would be Tyler Reddick who would have taken them to that next step, but no, it's good to see Austin Dillon do that. Now, here's where the real battle starts up. Mm. Chris Buescher. Man, I, I am I am hoping, I am praying, I am like just everything. I, want I hope he makes Chris the Buescher playoffs. to make it. Plus 28 right now. Mm. Tyler Reddick holds the last spot, plus 17. And then Matt Benedetto, as I said earlier, is sitting as the oh, first one out. Minus RCR cars. That's right. Tyler Reddick right made it in. So I was saying, hey, sophomore slump. But hey, he's quickly turned it around. Like, what is it, in a two-week span now? Now he's no, it's, it's been building for a while. If, if, any, if anyone has the sophomore slump, it's, well, last year's rookie of the year, Cole Custer. 
Yeah. Oh, Which, yeah. He's kind of running how he ran last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So look at looking at the rest of these guys. I'll kind of roll through them. If there's any that like catch our ear, or eye, just let me know. Um, Kurt Busch is 18th minus 30. Stenhouse is minus 32. Newman still in the top 20 minus 38. Then Bubba minus 49. Suarez minus 56. 23rd is Ross Chastain minus 58. Priest has fallen from grace to 24th minus. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, he's going he's gonna to have to win. I, I just got to say this, like talking about JTG, like to hear Ricky's not that far out in JTG equipment, that's really impressive. It is. Dang, Ryan Priest, he had such a great start. He I, just couldn't I, hold I feel, it. I feel like the bottom has fallen out with JTG. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. It, they've regressed yeah. to the mean. Um, then you're looking down 25th is old sophomore slump minus 79. Eric Jones is minus 95. Briscoe minus 98, uh, Eric crash a lot, Almarola minus 129, Alfredo minus 164, and Corey LaJoy is at minus 171 and 30th. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that, that uh, Alfredo and LaJoy are still behind him. I, Alfredo, man, I, I, we loved him in Xfinity. Bro. I'm just saying he was, he was hanging awesome. on for dear life he, every he, week. I, but, think, look. I think, no offense to... Matt Snyder and I wish him the best in his RCR ride, but I would have loved to have seen Alfredo got a full time ride for RCR this year. My hope is that with this Ford connection and stuff, maybe our Alfredo could land a very competitive Xfinity ride down the road. I would love to see him full time in Xfinity. Like I thought that was the original plan, but then he had other plans to go up to the cup. I mean, hey, you got the funding, go for it, but it's like Mm, oh. I mean, he would be he would be running up front in Xfinity, that's for sure. R- real quick, we just went under it, but we were over uh, 400. Lick that like button, y'all. Yes, do the streak. Get the ratio. It continues. Get that get that good ratio up there. Lick that like button. Yeah. Sanitize it if you have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's really like the playoff outlook right now. I, I'm I'm intrigued with like 21st where Bubba is down through about mm-hmm. 27th where Briscoe is. It's only a, I'd say a 50, 49, 50 point gap. Uh, those guys there, they're like just far enough out that you can kind of write them off points wise, but they're all have shown at least at some point or another enough competitive speed that they could sneak up and win one. Granted, yeah. I, I know anything can happen when we get to the last race of the season at Daytona, you know, someone like Truex who has the most wins could be the one who actually gets the win, which actually be cool. He's never won a super speedway, but mm. <laughs> it could be someone like that win, but it would be really cool to see that, that breakthrough story. Someone like, like a Bubba who's outside or, or like Eric Almirola, who's had the worst year of his entire career, <laughs> miraculously win that race and get in the playoffs. And, and I feel like the most intriguing I'm... battle in this backpack, that 23X, or, or, yeah, or excuse me, 2311 versus, uh, I almost said it, I almost said XI, uh, 2311 versus Trackhouse here. I mean, only seven points separating the two now. And again, it's like we go back. It's just weird. Like, I mean, Suarez, like you'd think would be ahead in points by a lot more, but no, it's actually, it's actually Bubba who's like, I'm, has the slight edge at the moment. I'm telling you now, if like Chase Elliott ends up missing it because just enough people outside win, I am going to laugh so damn hard at Daytona just because the chase, I'm going to be, chase I'm going to be, I'm going to be surrounded by 90,000 angry people and I can just troll away. Yeah. I don't know. I've, there's too many road courses. He, he's got to win. There, yeah. Road yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil. I'm not getting to who I'm picking, but I'm not picking Chase Elliott this week. And I'm already saying that. So. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I'm not going to pick him either. I'm not going to pick him. 
Bold. My buddy, full bold. of shit over here. No, no, no. I'm serious. So, yeah, you heard it here first. Once, once Jerry reads the points and y'all see how far behind y'all are. Oh, Chase Elliott. <laughs> Chase Elliott's going. Hey, I moved up the ranks this week. You, you barely, though. Barely. I know, but I moved up a spot. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I've just triggered the entire Chase Elliott fan base in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, man, yeah, that's, that's it for Cup. Uh, Xfinity had a race this weekend, too. Well, I was I was I was watching IndyCar. I was watching Grosjean. I'm sorry, I, I didn't even watch a single lap of Xfinity. I saw like a big wreck, but hey, Romain Grosjean, man, he almost had that uh, Indy Grand Prix one. But uh, VK, his first career IndyCar win. There was an Xfinity race. Darian. Thanks for the Xfinity <laughs> review. <laughs> IndyCar on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. In, in, That's in, next week, dude. IndyCar <laughs> Weekly Podcast. There we go. But hey, hey, you might not have watched, but you did win. Oh, I did. Yeah, Cedric. I told you he's yeah, good. There is no, there is no, there's no reason. There's no reason to watch, right? Because I already knew Cedric was going to win that. <laughs> Austin Cedric was fast. He was fast all last year at Dover. He was fast again this time. But it was, you know, once again the JRM cars like Allgaier, Barry were running really well. Josh mm-hmm. Barry gets the hundred thousand dollar bonus for finishing second, but he was the top dash for cash guy, so good for him. And uh, our boy Ty Gibbs with another top five ruffles oh, some feathers. This yeah. He ruffled some feathers this week. He ran into some people. It sounded like he didn't have a great handling car and had to kind of fight it all day, which is really interesting. It's really the first time all year I think he's had to really fight the car. Uh, but still, top five, crazy. Kid is crazy. Who was he pissing off? He got into Oh, Cendric he got into Cendric. Point. That's right. Cendric okay, I, that I saw that part. Save. I saw and then he part. got into um, someone's left. I think it might have been Snyder. Myatt Snyder mm. wobbled Snyder a little bit early hey, in the race. They, they, hey, they got to get out of uh, Ty Gibbs' way. It's Ty freaking Gibbs. Not playing. Hey, no, I mean, no. In fairness, Myatt Snyder was holding them up. <laughs> yeah. Right oh, TFG. was he? <laughs> so you go, he going to be called TFG now? Yeah, hey, there you go. Ty freaking he's hey. basically a, He's basically mini Kyle Bush already. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm he might he might be related to Kyle Bush if I, maybe, somehow. I, I, I know Eric hasn't really found a favorite driver since Kenza, but I feel like I'm already seeing a liking there to Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs, no, I I've, I think I did a stream a few months back where I called him my favorite driver currently, and I would say yes, he is probably the most entertaining driver for me to watch in any NASCAR series right now. He's he's up yeah. if he's not at the top for me, he's climbing up the ranks quick because I I enjoy watching him. I I, yeah. I I'm literally sitting there like man, I can't wait for a year or two, probably two or three, honestly, when he's in Cup. Like yeah, I can't yeah. wait. He's going to be, be in so one of those fun. cup rides. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, uh, one of those veterans is either going to leave or retire, and then it'll be set up for him to take I, over. I am as fun as Josh Berry has been this year, and I hope he ends up with Junior Motorsports or in some sort of full time or another good ride next year. I'm very much looking forward to Sam Mayer here in a few weeks. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I think that will be fun to watch. And, He's, know, he'll be 18 going for it. It's sad for me because Josh Berry is from the same city I live in now. So I hate that my Hendersonville guy is going about to go out of that car for a little bit, uh, but I actually did see something cool. He's actually signed a, a pretty, uh, a kind of a, a good little light model deal for a little bit, and I forget the name of the team, but I seen it on Facebook today. So he's got a little bit of a light model program coming up here soon. Um, so that's good to see. He's still gonna be racing a little bit, and uh, but yeah, it, there's talks that if Junior brought a Cup Series team up next year, I ain't saying Josh Berry, but he would go if you know. It, might honestly be like Allgaier or maybe Gregson if they get the funding. But I, it, I know it, it would be cool to see Barry get a full time opportunity in Xfinity next year. Or or Annette, don't forget about the famous Michael Annette to the Cup every, Series. Every everything Darian hypes up is famous. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Annette, the famous famous Michael, Michael Annette, Annette, the famous Daytona winner. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, I think I think about. 
reps. That uh, about covers yeah. the Xfinity. Right? Yeah. So whole, yeah. First half, there was that one pileup. Was it Matt Jaskell ended up on top of somebody? Wing. Yeah, it, dude. It's always in that particular spot on the backstretch where like somebody's Dover, like man. up in the air, basically. Seems yeah. like. All right, but that was Dover pileups and you know Ty Gibbs stealing the show even though he didn't win. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of a pretty that's accurate like, synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Cedric Yeah, got me more points basically. Seven, what you done lost in the cup race? No, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, but I, yeah. I, I I don't want to hold us up here talking too much about Dover. Uh, Jarrett, let's go ahead and hear those TV ratings, and then we want to get on to the next story because we are coming up at nine o'clock here now, or yeah, nine o'clock Central Time. Well, the. Uh, the streak ended. Uh, increases over the last comparable one ended. We had 2.431 million viewers, which was down 269 not-so-nice thousand from 2018, <laughs> which was two weeks earlier, but that was the last comparable one because I believe 2019 was rained out. I think I was actually in my finals week, and I, I, I think I was, or I was in a test because I remember it was a Dover race. You said and- it was rained out 2019, right? Yeah, so yeah, oh, I, I remember. Been. I remember. It would have been. I, I snuck in through my sweatshirt, uh, earbuds that like was a wired one. I taped it on the inside of my sweatshirt, plugged it into my phone, and while I'm in the middle of my final exam, I'm listening to the race, and it was like Bowman oh. versus Harvick. I don't think All right. I. All right. I I don't think I had a finals exam, but I remember, I think I skipped class that day. I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> Jarrett sneaking a wire under his shirt to listen to a NASCAR race while taking an exam. That might jump him to the top of our show as yeah, far as that might. NASCAR because, fan. He because, wasn't there already. He's there now. Because if Jarrett got caught, he might have just like, they might just say, hey, we're throwing away this test. Are you listening nope. to the answers? They turn it on and go, <laughs> crash your turn four. <laughs> the thing, the thing the, if I would have been caught, I would have actually like been sent to see if I'd be kicked out of school or not i was oh, i was that? risking it all i know man. that's what i mean that's what you're top of my <laughs> you had to go to the deeds like <laughs> hey go to the deeds office right now. why did you, you bring this it? in it's like well see i was listening to the the i was listening to broadcast and your school to- your school jared is freaking crazy so i'm surprised you even tried it's not crazy it's freaking awful it's yeah, not and, awful. and so here's the thing you were taking a math test and all of a sudden they started talking about like de- degrees of banking at dover and you're like oh that's the answer there you go true <laughs> No, what, what was I? Ta- I think I was taking a, um, I was taking like a film. Cl- uh, oh, yeah, you could blow that off. That's easy. Yeah, shit. No, 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 class. no. It was the speech class. Speech oh. class. I had a. Oh, final that's easy. That's so yeah, easy. so I'm yeah. sitting there listening and, and just like writing them all the way, man. But uh, no, that was that was the voice of NASCAR. Imagine, voice. imagine this weird scenario. The teacher picks it up, and they just happen to hear this weird, this weird sentence. The number twenty-four. You see the big A, and then takes it out of the ear, and it's like the big A on the hood is for Exalta, and he's driving for Rick Hendrick. <laughs> it's like all they hear is number twenty-four A, and it's like okay, yeah, you're cheating. I, oh, you're it, cheating. It rained that day. I can't tell you how uncomfortable it is when your sweatshirt starts to get wet because I, I like I said, I duct tape my my earbuds in, and. It started coming undone. Darian, your, your laugh just broke your mic. Oh, Darian, how's it sound? <laughs> I, no, okay, yeah, your, your laugh is back. But yeah, right. the, the water started to get into the duct tape, so it started falling off. So on my way back, I had duct tape getting stuck to my side as I'm walking back listening to God. it. But, but Jared, uh, this was before you were sponsored by Raycons. <laughs> so now he doesn't have to duct tape his... Uh, he doesn't have to duct tape his... Uh, headphones in anymore you know what next next time i do something with them i'm using this story but yeah yeah, use it long long story short i got back for the last 150 laps 
I got into this, like we had this area where all our dorms were and there was like 12 different rooms and there was a big common area and there was a TV set up and I got there and there was like a meeting, I think 10 minutes or so uh, after I got there and they like all like to meet around and watch a movie and, you know, they watch like stupid stuff like Nicholas Sparks movies. And, uh, I, I got there and literally like just like I turned up the volume and everything just to like rub it in their faces that I got to have the race. I I think I deserved that. I think I deserved that after the effort I put in. And you think that impressed Nicholas Sparks fans? <laughs> no, no, that was the whole point. I didn't want to impress them. Oh, yeah, 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 mom. Yeah. <laughs> rub it in their face. I'm like, I, jokes in no, you. No, like, like, what? <laughs> no, like I no, more like. I got the TV. You can't watch your stupid Ryan Gosling movie. That's big. <laughs> That's big. Well, but yeah. Well, yeah, on so. the subject of TV, uh, that pretty much wraps up the TV ratings, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't good. Uh, yeah. It wasn't bad. Though. They keep in mind it that number from two weeks during the season it's, ratings it's are yeah. later in the year at this point. So that's we'll actually, just. We'll to me, that sounds like a break well, even to me. But ratings weren't the best. But tell us, Jarrett, how good or how bad was this race? Let's go to Darian. The poll, the famous iceberg poll. Did we break a? a do we have a poll record for this one? No. No. We, no. We, no. We probably didn't even come close because I don't even think I remember seeing it on my feed for some reason. There is yeah, no poll record. <laughs> they they've been screwing that up. Well. Uh, I, when we started the show, it was at 14.9, but we hit 15,000. Nice. Uh, that's still good. That's, a, that's still a lot, though. Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, 16% of you thought this was a great race. For 51% of you thought it was a good race. Uh, 25% of you thought it was average. 5% below average. 3% of you thought it was bad, meaning that we had add this all up, carry the one. Uh, I love when they end in a one because I can always say that and it makes sense. Carry the uh, one. 67% <laughs> net approval. Uh, yeah, 16 plus 51 is 67. Uh, and then 8% net negative. So let me, where'd where it go? Jared, there it is. Jared is hoping we had about 2% more. Yeah, so just a tiny bit more, tiny bit more. Well, it it was up. A little I voted bit. average. Was... I'm sorry. I contributed so to that. I'm, 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 yeah. the, I'm the 16%. I voted average too. Uh, so this was the fourth most voted one of all time, which is nice. Uh, the sixty-seven percent approval uh, puts it at fifty-second all time. It ties it with last year's all-star race. Uh, net negativity is it's right in the middle of the pack. This is actually the most, by a large margin, the most popular Dover race since the poll started in 2019. Wow. Uh, the previous high was 35% net approval. We sat at 61. Wow. Wow, that's a major difference. <laughs> no wonder they lost a date to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, Do Dover races were consistently horribly viewed between 30 and 20 or 30 and 35%, like all four of them. Yeah. Uh, so these kids weren't around for where the poll, I mean, wasn't around for like 2016 I'm, or the, the spring race that year. It wasn't around oh. for 2004. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never been to Dover. I'd like to go to it in the next few years, but here it's know. better in person than TV. It's I mean, fun. I, I guess I imagine it being a lot like a bigger Bristol, I guess, but I don't know. It, it's fun to race in on video games, though. That oh, is yeah. that is awesome. That, that used awesome. to be my most consistently good track in NASCAR 2005. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I, fun. Yeah, I like it. Well, 
Looking at the comments here, we'll get through a few of them here. Uh, Steve Castaneda said, MTJ last week. That's a good old ass whooping. Header Motorsports today. Huh, that's really cute. <laughs> uh, Rudy K says, FS1 boots. Says Kyle Larson's the only one to watch. Alex Bowman, who needs a spotlight when I have a great pit crew? Kyle Larson, well, she. And that's all it says. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like censoring myself yeah. there. Uh, Groovy Goose says, Rick Hendrick, hippity hoppity. This race is my property. Um, oh yeah, the Hendrick me too. That's I, right, the walking. Saying Hendrick that happy was felt really good, and also that's the first one. That's the first time he's got the beater when Alex won. So that was pretty. Cool and also, him. and also, he's one win away from tying from being the winning winningest car owner in NASCAR Ty history. Petty. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, We're at that point in his career that now where he's so going to be good if Chase Elliott could pull that off this weekend. Yeah. I think like yeah, who's gonna tie it, and then uh, and then the other question is who's going to break the record for him. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd I'd say El- Elliot might tie it with all the road courses coming up, but then there's a few good ones for both Larson and Bowman coming up. So it might be one but of those two. If it Bowman might be Bowman in Nashville, that's what I'm, I was about to say. That Eric thing, it might be oh, Bowman in Nashville. Right. Man. It, it, it might even be Bowman at the Coke 600. Do y'all remember when he like dominated both oh, of those, and then yeah. something happened to him last year? Hmm. Uh, really quick. Go get through a few more here. Uh, Spencer Smith, another day, another DNF. It's hard being an Almarola fan. Oh, gosh, you poor yeah, I honestly do feel bad for Almarola. IDK, IDK oh, picked wow. him first round in his draft. His well, it hasn't game. all been the driver's fault, obviously. Just I know, I know. It's just so bad. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Billy 88 Joe NASCAR busts Danny B suck picks <laughs> flying gator just said in the chat Eric Jones is going to pop off and take the record back <laughs> if, if, you, if, if you're telling me that I can say Alex Bowman will suck week in and week out he's going to have the worst season ever then uh, let's see I can't read your username so I won't say yours um, there was one that was really good but if I can't read it and there's no way I can get around it I'm just not going to read it. Uh, let's see. Wow, this dude had a great day. Richard Gunther, my favorite drivers, one through six. Great day for a great race. Way to go, HMS. Oh, that's yes. cool. Man, and I was sitting here's me that was always happy if my one favorite driver got like a top 10. Uh, let's see. That made my whole week. 2009, 2010 were fun. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, those are bad. They're so miserable. Uh, let's get one more before we get to the final comment. So let's see if we got a good one. I'm already putting in negative for the final one. Well, you know what? You know what? This dude, I'm getting you because you got a Vikings jersey on in your profile. Blue Faye at 29 says there should be a box to check named Turd. <laughs> so he did not like this race. He did not like it. You sure all. that wasn't the first comment? That sounds like a first comment. Yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> typical first comment. No, so let's I'm- see. There's there's so many comments I'm having to scroll through. All right, we got to the bottom one from Isaac Gonzalez. Is it negative oh, or positive? Oh, negative, negative. He's having a good. He was having a good day. He's a big Larson fan. Yeah, Larson ran well. I'm, I'm gonna say positive. I've seen I've seen this name before. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I've seen. I'm just gonna go with negative though. Let's go with the okay. negative thing. This was a boring race from start ha! to finish. Half the cars were multiple laps down and were three cars. <laughs> yes. And there were three cars who had a legit shot at winning, that being Larson, Elliott, and Bowman, the winner. Racing was super spread out and made the race unwatchable for me. Super crappy race with eight angry emojis. Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. I knew it was going to be negative. You already know it's going to be negative here. I'm glad we don't have uh, pick points for that one. Jeez. We should add that in next year. 
No. Well, well how, wait, how can we do it when, when you can't be a part of it? <laughs> oh, it is true. He's yeah. just the moderator. Crap. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. That was the poll. The famous, famous like... iceberg poll. <laughs> 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 we got some big news to talk about this week. We're halfway through the show, but we've got some big stories. What's first up, Danny? Well, we want to talk about, and we kind of, well, somehow we talked about this at some point. Brad Kozlowski, what is he doing? It's very possible that he might be considering, and it sounds actually likely from some of the reports that I've been seeing, it seems likely he may consider an opportunity to go race Roush Fenway's number six car next year, but also it would make him a part owner in the Roush Fenway racing team. Now, how will this move even happen? Why make this move now? How will this affect Roush with their current drivers, Ryan Newman and Chris Buescher? And who would possibly take over to number two? I'm going to go ahead and answer that first one, in my opinion. Why this move now? Brad is in his late 30s. He's got, what, three... Two or three young daughters, I think he's got to, you know, provide for still. Um, you know, he's not going to be racing forever. He's, he can probably race easily into his mid-40s, I'd say, before he's ready to finally hang it up. He's had experience as a truck series owner in the past. Learned from probably one of the best uh, Xfinity owners in the past as a mentor, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I mean, he's he's seen the best. He's, you know, been a part of winning team with Penske Racing. But it doesn't seem like... The uh, the love for that team is the same as it was a few years ago, especially with teammate uh, Joey Logano being one of the more notable things that we've seen in the past. And, and Ryan Blaney's on the rise. And this would just make the most sense financially for him to make this move, giving him a setup for the future after racing. And it could be a maybe a chance to revitalize Roush Fenway Racing. And also you have to remember, he has car-owning experience in the truck series. I mean, he was a former truck series owner. So, yeah, um, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Um, for Newman, though, that would probably mean either you're out or retirement. I don't see them getting rid of Busher. Newman makes sense to beat a time to retire. I mean, it, it, I hate to say it because I know he, he, loves still, he loves racing still. I know that for a fact, but... Mm-hmm. Um, he came in the same year as Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy just retired. It, it's it's making sense. It, we're 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 probably gonna you know have Newman and Kurt Busch eventually retire. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't I don't see them getting rid of uh, a Busher unless Fast and All, which just signed through twenty twenty four, unless they go with Keselowski. They haven't had a partnership like that in a while. Rouse Racing at like I know not many consistent. people have had that. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> No, but Roush, Fenway, Keselowski, because it sounds like this is happening. I mean, I was telling you guys before the show, I saw Joey Meyer tweet, I think yesterday. He was, I believe, Brad Keselowski's spotter for many. I don't know if he still is. Why are we, why are we leaking information? Yeah, he basically was saying, like, who leaked this before we were going to announce it? Like, that kind of thing. You know, he was upset at whoever leaked it. So I think hey, it's that's, happening. That's I think the media's within, job, man. By the end of this year, Brad Keselowski will be announced as a co-owner of Roush, Fenway Racing, and the new driver of the number six, which I agree. I think Newman, that means he's out. I don't think they open up a third car for for him don't know if that means he retires or if another team for some inexplicable reason decides to pay him what he's been making all these years i i just don't see it but 
you know, another factor, we talked about Keselowski owning a truck series team in the past. He's also currently owns a manufacturing company, Keselowski mm. Advanced Manufacturing. Mm. Roush Fenway, I don't remember exactly which parts of the next gen car, but they have a manufacturing division of their whole business. Roush does. So there's sort of a, a cohesiveness between those two businesses as well that makes this, I think, make a whole lot of sense. You know, from Brad Keselowski's perspective, he wanted a long-term deal last year from Penske and Penske said no. He gave Ryan Blaney a long-term multi-year deal. He just gave Joey Logano a long-term deal, but he said no to Keselowski last year. And then during the pandemic kind of made things uncertain. Keselowski was forced to sign a one-year deal with Penske for probably much less money or maybe not much, but less money for sure than he had been making per year, his previous contract. So I think that rubbed Keselowski the wrong way. Factor in his recent run-ins, public run-ins perhaps with his teammate, Joey Logano. I think Brad Keselowski has been looking for a way out of Hendrick Motorsports or out of Team Penske for a while. It could have been Hendrick. I was going to say, he, could have been. he was looking at Hendrick last year, I think, before the pandemic hit and plans but changed and everything sort that, of changed. That that door is shut. There's no way for him to get back. No way. Now. No way. Yes, from, that's a pipe dream. Now, I'm wondering what, what happens with the two. I know the current plan. The current plan is right now for Austin Sendrick to take over to 21. Matt Benedetto goes bye-bye from that organization. But... You have to imagine, you know, plans are subject to change. Could that put Cindric into two and open up new opportunities in the 21 camp? I'm, I'm thinking that that two team is Roger Penske's baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like he put Rusty Wallace in that car. He replaced Rusty Wallace with a champion in Kurt Busch. Mm-hmm. He then replaced Kurt Busch while still at Penske with Brad Keselowski. So I have to think that no matter who it is that they choose, Roger Penske has to have complete and full trust in that driver because he's going to have sponsorship for, for every team. That's their flagship car right there, the two. Yes. Yeah. So, and and so could, could it be Logano maybe? That's what I'm sitting here thinking. Could Logano shift from uh, 22 to 2? Because Cindric would then have would then still be in the twenty two. I mean, I, I I don't know. Maybe that doesn't matter or whatnot. But I'm just thinking that it that team for Penske, he always puts who he feels is his best driver in that car. Yeah, he, but he, that doesn't translate to crew chiefs that gave him Jeremy Mullins <laughs> a couple of yeah. years ago instead of Paul, taking Paul Wolf. Yeah, I think. I feel my prediction, Austin Cindric will go to the two, and I think Matt Benedetto is the luckiest son of a bitch in the yeah, whole world. You are so lucky. <laughs> you get to stay. You're right. He's going to stay with the Wood Brothers next year, well, if I had to guess. Now, so it's, it's like, I heard him talking on, on Sirius XM NASCAR radio about how he's basically like looked at this whole thing sort of like, whoa, like even he's kind of admitting like he's kind of just watching and waiting now, seeing what Penske does with Cindric because nothing's been put to paper yet. They said Cindric was going to go to the 21. No, but, but hey, yeah, well, remember, open. remember that Matt Benedetto's contract goes through 2023, but they have an option every year whether or not to pick that contract. And I think they will. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. You're right. Yeah, he is. I, I thought of that when, when that was announced. I'm like, man, Benedetto, like, if they can't find a, a really good replacement, because they will need somebody, I think, better than De Benedetto to replace Who him. Who does Ford Obviously. have in the camp right now that's ready? Hey, hey, good old Riley Herbs. Good old Riley Herbs, bro. Hey, he's gonna go. That's a good there. one. That's a good one. You know, while while we're at it, well, maybe we should put Deegan in there instead. She's totally ready. Yeah, there's no new to this. It's like get on the phone. Hey, hey, Paul, uh, you want to come back? Oh, Paul, you say, wait, Eric, did you say Ryan Newman? I put Ryan Newman in the two. Why not? Put him Maybe. back in the 12. Yeah, why not? 
<laughs> there you go. And put Blaney in the two. Oh my gosh, this musical chairs over no, there just uh, rotating. Bl- Blaney, okay, Blaney 21, the Benedetto 2, Newman 12, okay. Some people were saying in the chat earlier, uh, Benedetto to the two. I'm like, no, come on, we're not going to do that. No, that's not going to Watch, watch that's what happens. I would we say this. I don't know. The no. only reason I can see them doing that is if they've already made the Austin Cindric 21 t-shirts and they're all sitting in a warehouse. <laughs> they it. don't want to have to reprint all of those t-shirts. It's like, it's like well, 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 these well, t-shirts are going overseas. Please. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me check something. I have like, hold on. I gotta, I gotta find it. I have a Google Doc with like whose contract expire this year. There's a um, lot of unknowns. I saw credit to Jayski. They just put out their like 2022 driver chart, and so it's a very cohesive list of all the drivers that have unknown so, or confirmed mm, ending contracts. I can, I can read some of them off, and there's a few that are like no goes for sure. Uh, Kurt Busch ain't coming back. Uh, that's for sure. After how they ended Probably off, not. Austin Dillon ain't leaving uh, his his grandpa's team, especially since he's actually doing a lot better than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Hendrick in any way having a contract end in twenty twenty one for Kyle Larson. No. Uh, I don't think Lejoy's going there. Tyler Reddick, his contract ends this year. I mean, he was a he was a uh, what am I trying to say? A BKR driver back in the day for a brief I, period. I think yeah. I think at this point Reddick might be with RCR for a little bit. Cheddar uh, seems to like him. <laughs> Maybe this guy will bring sponsorship with him, even though it seems like Penske doesn't need it. Eric Almarola. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah. Um, that that bacon money though. Yeah. After this news today, no, I don't think Chris Busher's moving after the news today. Well, he isn't after the news today. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ryan Priest will be a free agent more than likely. Anthony Alfredo. Doing a whole uh, Anthony I like Alfredo. Anthony Alfredo. Yeah, we like him. We like him. It's just we prefer him to run in Xfinity right now, I guess. I, I, uh, I, I see Alfredo staying where he's at. I see Priest honestly just going back to modifieds. Stenhouse is up after this year. Maybe he gets a second chance. I mean, come on, he Penske brought in all Stenhouse. He he always finds <laughs> a way to stay in. I think so. He's he's fine. I think he's fine. Honestly, um, Cody Ware. Hey hey hey! <laughs> Alex Bowman doesn't have a contract next year. They keep saying, oh oh yeah. yeah where's this I'm, contract? I'm, I'm, where's this contract? I'm, I'm gonna have to buy two here, guys. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. Watch Alex Bowman do all that, and they don't resign. I'm like, nah, we're good. 21. <laughs> there's, there's two other semi-competitive drivers, no matter what the series are in, that are left on this list, and it's Justin Haley and Ty Dillon. I don't see that happening either, no, personally. No. So I, I think, yeah, I think it's you know, I think Cindric will get the two. I think Benedetto will stay in the twenty-one. I think they'll pick up his option because you know that's one less thing you have to worry about changing into a new car. No, next I, year. I, no, no, no. What if what if Herb's got the twenty-one? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I would scream. <laughs> uh, that would be rough. Would yeah, be rough. I, 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 I think in this respect, uh, uh, the Penske is going to go the way of the Habsburgs and stay in the family. Yeah, just just keep it in the family, y'all. Please don't go out. I, hey, hey, that's, that's on Ford. Hey, that's on Ford for not really putting up much of an emphasis on yeah. their driver because, like, who are the Ford de- uh, development drivers? Deegan, Herbst, the Grays. And, yeah, the Grays. That's right. I guess. I, guess, have, I think. I, 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 guess, don't know. I guess you have Todd Gilland. Yeah, technically, I guess true. <laughs> but like, what's happened? All the Ford development drivers are in trucks now. There's nothing in Xfinity now. Like, Cole Custer right. and Chase Briscoe got promoted to Cup so quick that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of thinned out their roster. I like yeah. how I keep saying there's nothing in Xfinity. I have to remember. Yes, Riley Herbst technically counts, but 
Hey, maybe Todd Blue gets put in, man. Hey, maybe he does. Yeah. Is Riley Herbst a Ford development driver, or is he just a driver who happens to drive a Ford because he, he has is, he, he is a driver who has Monster Energy sponsorship. Yeah, that might be about it. Mm. <laughs> Let's see he's it all the twenty. No, he's got Stephen Wallace syndrome. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. We, we, Big we, news this week. We we kid too much on Riley Herbs. He he's had a few good moments. No, yeah, well, okay. a few. He's had a few. Yeah, he's yeah, had a few. I mean, he passed Matt. He passed Matt Mills at Darlington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. When you were you when you were running in the car that freaking beat Kyle Busch last year, I don't expect you to go out and win, man. I don't expect you even to go in the top five. But man, run in the top. 15, the top half of the field. The top for 15. Sake. I feel like the top 15 in that I car mean, is doable. Good Lord. I, Seriously. He, like, he, you make it, oh, he, my God. He, 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 he won an ARCA race. He almost won a truck race. Yeah. People who managed to find the brake pedal won an ARCA race, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm reaching my wit's end here. I'm kind of getting, like, I'm getting pissed at this point because this guy is not ready for Xfinity. And every week they put it, like, I feel like they slyly and subvertively, like, just throw a diss at him every week. They're like, this is the car who led 200 of the 201 laps last year. <laughs> currently running 26. I'm like, Jesus Christ. The broadcast nice. is roasting you. I don't even think they're doing it on purpose. They're just reading the stats. They're just reading stats. That's I, it. They're just I, doing their jobs. I want the to see roasted you. I want to see who will who will do better, um, Riley Riley Herbst and Stuart Haas equipment, or Cole Custer and Kevin Harvick and bad equipment. Wait. So this weekend at Coda, yeah, yeah. So so Harvick's going to oh, be. We'll oh, find, oh, find out. No, Harvick's going to. Yeah, my money's on Harvick. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, car's gonna I, I look guess. like Casey Kane's driving it yeah. again. <laughs> Denny delivers laughing Hannah Newhouse right now. I mean, Jesus, Christ. I'm sorry. Like I've I've been like holding this in. Like we've had it in our chats talking about it. I've been holding this in now for half the damn regular. It's time. crazy. Even I I don't like to I, I don't like to make personal attacks at a driver or anything like that. But you know there there is just it's just objectively he's obviously not. I mean, I can't fault the guy for not being as good as the last guy. Like, I get it. He's he's not necessarily going to be as good as Chase Briscoe. But when you're this far off, mm-hmm. like at oh. some point, it's like I, I hope SHR is making has a contingency plan behind the scenes. But I, we know they probably don't. We know it's Herbst until that money dries up. For, for that, that is frustrating. Thinks- for anyone who thinks I only roast Natalie Decker, I haven't done that in two years. Dude, we haven't Herbst talked about Decker in two years. We man. roast who's trendy to roast. Yeah, there you go. See, there we dogpile on people. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. No, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I hope he does better. I really oh, yeah. do. And I think he has shown flashes, but man, it's not looking good this Bad. year. I'm going to go ahead and raid this super chat early uh, just because it's convenient for right now. Antar Das gives a dollar ninety nine and says, "We need more brutal Jarrett." Me <laughs> too. There we go. Hey, the gold girl shirt man has has brought something out in me. I was waiting for you to reference the golden girl. I shirt. know. I was waiting <laughs> on that. Well, hey, on the subject of of questions and comments from the audience, let's move away from Mister Herbs and let's talk about this week's mailbag question. It does come from Dale Alexander. He says, if you guys had to watch every full-length race from the same season, 
which season would that be? I think mine would be either 2001 or 2002. Thanks for all that you do, and I enjoy the podcast every week. I'm going to go ahead and say I would probably watch 2005. I feel like that was a really good year right at the peak of it. A lot of fans were still into it. Had some had a good mix of new guys and and guys still at their peak at that point. I would probably go back and watch 2005. I'll one-up you. 2004. There you go. It was my first ever year watching the sport. And Junior had won six races, so that was like the perfect time to get in. Poor Jared got in a year later. That was, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. But, yeah, you know, like 2004, though, man, because, you know, there was like a full grandstands, you know. you could. Those were the days where, you know, quite often you could hear the crowd, you know, over those engines quite often, you know. And then especially if, like, someone like, a Jeff Gordon messed up. Everyone was still cheering back in those days too, even still then. So uh, yeah, 2004 though, just because that was the same year of the inaugural chase. And there were a ton of awesome storylines for that season. You know, you had some triumphs and then you had tragedy, unfortunately come uh, uh, during that season. But 2004 overall, one of the best seasons in NASCAR history. I'd pick 2011. That was kind of the first year I got really hooked mm-hmm. back into the sport. Big way. Bunch of first-time winners, epic playoff battle between Edwards and Tony Stewart. And I, I mean, I, I was rooting for Edwards over Stewart, I'll be honest, but it still was a, a really just the tear that Tony Stewart went on was impressive. A lot of good races that year. Yeah, the cars were butt ugly, but I'll let that slide. <laughs> they were fair or thick. They were Some thick, surprising man. moments. And he still had the two-car tandem. That's the only thing I don't know that I love oh, about 2011. Gosh, yeah, that was amazing. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. I remember I, I, I didn't I mind it at the it. time. I yeah, I enjoyed it sometimes. I thought it was absolutely nuts in that Bud shootout when they were getting like well over 200, like 210. Yeah. 210. I remember 210, 215. That, they, were, yeah. they were getting crazy speeds in that thing. That was nuts. So my first one was 05. My second one was 2011. So I'm going to – I don't want to – for the sake of answering the question, I won't go and repeat. Um but it's hard to pick because I've watched I, I've watched through both these seasons in the last year. It's hard to pick between 2014 and 1992 for me. Mm. Um, we can pick the ones we haven't watched live. Very, very felt, different years, by the way. Very. Yeah, I, I'll go just because I experienced it, and I, I would love to go back and and re-experience it for for a lot of reasons 2014 uh as a junior fan it was it was just amazing to have a time where i could go in each week and know my driver was going to compete for the win know my driver was a championship level threat and, and just know that every week if i'm listening on the radio or something like that i'm gonna have fun he's having fun so that that for for the personal reason racing reason i loved the racing of that time we did not appreciate it as much as we should have. And what people need to realize about 2014, I'm just going to say this now, because I remember being on Twitter at that time. I remember going online in comment sections. People did not love 2014 the way that everyone likes to say they did. No, Everyone was asking for something different um, <laughs> nonstop. Actually, they were asking for the 2016 package. Uh, I remember because Matt Kenseth went to Michigan testing the next uh, that year and said, hey, we should do it where we cut down the, the spoiler and, and have low downforce. And 2015 was, was the follow-up. Um, 
but I wish I would have appreciated the racing as much as I do now when I go back to watch it. Uh, there was a great mix of good racing at different tracks. A lot of tracks had aged perfectly at, at that point. I mean, Kansas, Chicagoland, Atlanta, mile and a half like that were at their at their peak. Well, Atlanta was past it, but it was still good. But a lot of the mile and a half were at their peaks. The short track racing that year was tremendous. Uh, there were great fuel mileage victories. Nobody knew how to work the playoff system yet the same way that no four, no one knew how to work the chase. So there was definitely an air of mystery around the season towards the end. Like you knew what you were coming up to, but you didn't, you did, you didn't know because it was something so different. Um, the pack racing w- had had improved a ton over 2013. It wasn't as good as it is now, but it was still pretty good. Um, what else can I really say about it that I liked? I, I the engine liked, sounds. The engine sounds. Were that was good, but I I liked it because that season and 2011, in a lot of ways, even if I didn't appreciate them at the time as much as I do now, revitalized my love in the sport. Whether it was for my favorite driver doing well, the racing, you know, just stuff outside of it leading up, whatever. So I would go back and re-experience 2014. Uh, more than I mean, if I could for the first time, there are so many seasons I would love to watch for the first time, uh, just to, just to, to know or feel again. I mean, one that I think of right now that no one seems to remember is the 2014 first race at Richmond. The second one was absolute dog crap. The first one was good. I remember that was that. a great race because it was originally going to be almost like a fuel entire strategy race. Mm-mm. Caution comes out at the end. I don't even remember as for debris if it was. Shame on you, NASCAR. Um, <laughs> also, but, thank you. <laughs> and also, thank you because it was. It ended up being good. Yeah. It was like between like Gordon Logano, Kenseth, and and Keselowski, and then after Bastards. the race, they went after each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it, it was the start of the buildup towards 2015, Eric. Oh. It really was. Keselowski coming over point Nick Kenseth for I don't know. It's like racing. you did that. You Can't did. How dare you? Line. Yeah. How dare you race Kenseth? How dare you race me hard? But yeah, so 2014. And just a reminder, you can always watch these seasons anytime on YouTube, of course. The yeah, famous that's YouTube. Na- that's when NASCAR, yeah, the famous NASCAR YouTube. YouTube. Uh, that's actually when NASCAR started uploading them. Their first race yeah. they uploaded the week after was Pocono, and they completely screwed it up by saying, Dale Jr. wins Pocono. <laughs> I, I got to say, props to NASCAR. They saw the demand for people who wanted to go back and watch full-length races on YouTube from people like Dave W. and people who've been doing this for years. Race um, Fan 84. Yeah so, yeah, so props to them for recognizing that and putting some of these races out there in really great high-definition quality. They were ahead of the curve. Uh, in front, they, were, they were ahead of the curve in front of a lot, and I mean a lot of different leagues. I mean, the NFL didn't start putting games consistently on, and not even new ones, but just any in general on YouTube until like 2018, 19. Yeah, but then they're usually on They've been yeah. on it. Yeah. So props to NASCAR on that one. I, I I think I and a lot of fans around the world appreciate that one. Well, we uh, we love looking back at seasons gone by, and a great way to remember seasons gone by is by the purchase of NASCAR diecasts like these that you can get from our friends over at Lionel Racing, who are, again, this week's sponsor, and we appreciate them always being a part of us. I, this week, have gone since... Uh, Alex Bowman just got his fourth career Cup Series victory. This is where it all started. His first Xfinity Series win from the Chip Ganassi number 42 at Charlotte back in 2018. Or sorry, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Mikey! That's all I got to say. Mikey! Mikey. 
All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm rolling with Matt Kenseth's 2006 DeWalt car. A fan actually sent this to me, and you aren't going to be able to see it on my webcam, but I mentioned this in my episode. There's a little like red scratch of paint right here, and yeah. he says that's from where his younger brother used to run into it with a Casey Kane car, and he thought that was funny because Kane has <laughs> it so many times. So I thought that was a nice added detail, but so, a sharp-looking car. So, so you got a race version. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, got a Amazing. career version. <laughs> Well, I got my die cast is finger looking good KFC Dale Jr. car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, man, I, I love how this looks. I wish there was more KFC sponsorship, honestly. He had his own brand of chicken uh, for a brief moment for KFC. The Dale Jr. diet, as they call Completely it. Completely destroy your internal organs with yeah. Dale Jr. KFC. You get a, t- a 12 piece of uh, tender, crispy And while you're chicken. at it, go home and destroy your liver with some great Budweiser. The Dale Jr. diet. <laughs> Some, the I'm sorry. There's so many better chicken companies that could be in NASCAR, and they haven't been in NASCAR. Yeah. He also had to yeah. deal with Long John Silver. Raising Cane's chicken. Let's hey, just... Raising Cane's. Let's go. Let's, yeah. let's Kay, Kay, Casey Kane, lost opportunity. Oh, let's let's be real for how religious he is and stuff off the track. I feel like Michael McDowell would be perfect for a Chick-fil-A car. Yeah, Church's chicken. Or Church's chicken, yeah. Dude, Church's chicken, that is the greasiest chicken I've ever had in my life. One thing. I don't. It's not showing up on the. There it is. They have an actual grill at that time. And they have the de- They have the tire tape too. Nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On the bottom, they have. The, I always love that. Yeah. So. But I. Uh, you if you're an Alex Bowman fan like me, you can pre-order his 2021 Dover Victory from LionelRacing.com, and Lionel Racing is actually doing a pretty cool set for you Hendrick fans in the 164. They're doing a. Hendrick Motorsports Dover one two three four set. It'll be standard edition cars, but it'll have all four of the cars that they finished one through four in from this weekend. Go check that out. Add some new pre-orders to your list for your favorite diecasts and shop uh, lineupracing.com for any of your favorites diecasts that are out there right now. Moving on, guys. We just went under a severe thunderstorm warning because it is time for. <laughs> And it's the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. The famous lightning round. The famous <laughs> lightning round. The famous lightning round. <laughs> Garrett, what do we have on tap for tonight? Well, Road America, a race that uh, I will be at oh. for the fourth Let's of go. July. I'm gonna. We'll we're gonna called. get. Our, I'm. I'm. I'm going to get my tickets this weekend, Jared. I promise. We're gonna. All right. Yeah, together. <laughs> and then we're gonna watch. Sorry, Danny. We're gonna watch a trailer race together on that Saturday night. <sighs> oh, where's Where's that gonna be? Uh, my home track, Rockford Speedway. Actually, it's like literally right outside my neighborhood. So yeah, that's I, nice. I, I, I still hate the Southwest did us like that. <laughs> oh, we'll find yeah. a, trust yeah. me, I'll get I'll get the schedule to you, and uh, we'll we'll find a way to get all together oh, for the figure eight trailer races. Once everyone is figure finally eight. In, oh, I didn't know that. Now now we're really getting interesting. Yeah. Now ooh. once everyone's finally in the Nashville area, we'll we'll go to Highland Room Speedway. I showed Darian some of that. Now he wants to go. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that circle. Yeah. Get, getting on back to it, Road America's race on the 4th of July will be called the Jockey Made in America 250. Good name for a July 4th race. Made so in America. Just letting everyone know that that race, yeah, it's 250 miles, but uh, or kilometers, I don't know, one or the other, 250 <laughs> something. 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 Uh, that's a four, that's over four freaking miles, man. That track is huge. Anyway, it's basically NAS- a whole fours, basically. NASCAR <laughs> has some dudes. 
<laughs> NASCAR has informed teams that masks are optional outdoors in the garage and pit area starting this past weekend at Dover. Uh, they got to be worn inside haulers and buildings. But to be real, NASCAR is not, probably not going to be going in there in the hauler being like, hey, all put your, your people, mask on. All you people who already are together every day of the week, put your mask on around yeah, each other. Put it anyway. on. Uh, Eddie Gossage is going to be retiring after the all-star race this year. That one came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, the Coke 600 going to be running full capacity on Memorial Day weekend, baby. According to Bob Pachris, uh, Roush Fenway racing, or would it be Roush Fenway Kozlowski racing R-K-R. is going to, it is, it's gonna launch its own crypto coin. Um, I think it's supposed to be either on the chain link blockchain or the ethereum blockchain i'm not sure uh but by the dip rush fenway to the moon <laughs> to the moon they honest okay. to god might be um anyway the all-star race fan voting has begun whether or not they rig it or not still to be determined <laughs> i doubt jesse awuji will win the all-star race. and jesse awuji get him a car <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. no 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 I this doubt is too it. much who'd he beat dale jr and danica patrick <laughs> oh this is crazy <laughs> anyway no. Austin Cindric's going to be running this weekend in the cup race, uh, mm-hmm. or that Road America in the cup race, I should say. I'm, uh, I'm Alan, Coda. Oh, and Road America. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah it says Road America on here. Wait, wait, wait. Um, so, wait. So, Cindric's running Coda this weekend and yes. then Road America. Okay, okay. Just yes. yes. Make sure. uh, Alex Bowman and Hendrick Motorsports are very close to a multi year extension. Hendrick, like, when he, when he was in the presser talking about that, freaking lit up he looked he looked pretty excited about that so I, i'd expect news about that but then why didn't they month. sign him to a multi-year deal last yeah year? yeah look at that what's happening well, well why didn't he win multiple races last <laughs> year? fair but he, he, yeah. he, even me as a big fan of his i said at the beginning of this year he needs to win two races and he did that so and jared right. you you predicted that didn't you he would get multiple wins this year i said it'd be his breakout year yeah yep and it is right on cue i think i had him in my championship four in my preseason i, I see who can one-up each other who's the biggest alex Bowman? fan here <laughs> i had a much i had him in my da- danny where do you have him in the playoffs oh yeah that's right he's not making the playoffs right because that he, means he'll he, be really well he's going means. to suck which means that he yeah. will win <laughs> there you go very very good um, all right never mind <laughs> everyone get hard from an ard because he's back. back in a fifth thor sport truck at jesus Coda. christ danny danny, danny what favorite driver of yours is menard my third favorite <laughs> who's your second favorite i don't know yeah. <laughs> that that there's there's a running joke that me and Danny and Claudia and my girlfriend have with that. Just we'll explain it one day. Just don't so, don't second, worry. You can explain it to me at the like, house. Like, basically, second second favorite changes every week. It'll always be third favorite for Menard. But dude, Menard's back. Thank God. And where um what is he racing in? The uh, truck, Sport. truck series number sixty six. Mm. Menard's isn't even on the truck. Damn, hey, so he's doing his own thing. There you go. When I come uh, back. He's a I, decent road course ringer, so watch out. I am athlete. Uh, featured mm-hmm. Kyle Busch this week, and it was great. Uh, he still hates Joey Logano. Too. Dude, that was great. That was great. He's like, the problem him, is he's two faced. <laughs> him? Well, I've heard. I mean, I've heard that. And a lot of people have heard that in the garage from like a lot of freaking people about. Oh, no, that's common. That's yeah. a common criticism that drivers seem to have for Joey Logano. Question, question. Do you think we could up the asking price to like Lionel and Forney to like be? I don't know. I don't know like. Because if we can, we can get Jeff Gordon's 2015 Rainbow Warrior car that's being auctioned off. Ooh. 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 Only $200,000? 
you know, and it shows that jump change, you know, it shows that people don't understand like what you're uh, that are, they don't understand the value. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. They, they called it a 2014 car. Eric, we need you to get like, Oh my God. We need to get Eric to do like seven out of the grooves out every day for next year. And we might be able to pull that off. (laughs) Uh, We got three more things here. So we'll get through these real quick. Uh, Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon are going to have a competition for what Alex Bowman's Nashville scheme will be. Uh, There's already been some really cool things put out there uh, by designers like Lefty and and a few others. So I can't wait to see that. Which I think that's really cool. Allies title race to have a more of a unique car, not just running the, the the usual ally car. I'm I'm really kind of hoping Jeff Gordon has a lot of flames in his because that would look really cool. Yeah, that would look cool. But I have a feeling like if fans are allowed to vote, they'll naturally just vote nope. for Junior stuff, right? Nope. They'll, they'll just vote for they'll, they'll just vote for Jesse Wooji. What's, what's <laughs> funny about what, what's funny about well, Jesse, what did you draw? <laughs> Jesse, U.S. Navy. I draw the horsey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, I, 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 uh, I'm sorry, Jesse. Would you just follow me on Twitter the other day? So I feel bad. No, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's just it's the fan votes. Just it's the funny. fan I'm vote thing. That's it. I like it too. Well, it, it was funny. I saw Lefty's like designs for it of what he he would do for it, and it was like a purple flame car, just like Jeff Gordon's old one for Bowman, and literally Dale Junior's 2017 Exalta scheme in purple for for but, Bowman. See, I like that one because that's also really pretty much his first win car too with the Exalta scheme. So I yeah. kind of like the sentimental value of that one. Yeah, it's not bad. Wait, wait, oh yeah, that's right. It was just inverted. Car. Yeah, so that that actually would be really good. Uh, Jimmy Spencer will be on the Dale Jr. download soon. Yo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, don't I, always, that's, I don't always have time to listen to Dale Jr. download. I'm listening to that one. I'm listening to that one. Yeah, yeah, because Jr. is not a fan. He did not even sound like a fan when Mike Davis announced it live. Um, I mean, because if people want to know why, it's because when Jr. won that race in 2001 uh, at Daytona. He questioned it. <laughs> Jimmy Spencer basic i mean he just basically in a backhanded way said it was rigged uh and i i cannot wait to hear that conversation <laughs> because mr excitement don't hold back he doesn't and I, and you I, know what there's a reason why nascar and like speed like he they wouldn't hire him man he just does not care he says what's on his mind i love that about he's him. not bound I, by ox anymore I, speed. I never really heard that jimmy spencer have anything to say about that 2010 nationwide race i don't yeah. i don't remember I know that uh, when he started talking out about the the Gen Six car rate right at the start, the same time Denny Hamlin did, within like a month he was gone. <laughs> yeah, he was out. And I, you always have to remember his tw- his radio sweethearts from 2011 and 2012. Yeah. That was his revenge well, against Kurt Busch in the maybe. end, basically. Well, maybe maybe the reason that he, you know he did he got basically kicked out of the sport is because he didn't pick up the tab for Brian. Anyway, uh, YouTube nah. group and channel <laughs> Super Mega is going to be sponsoring Tommy Joe Martin's Xfinity car at Coda this weekend. That's a cool scheme. I'm oh, gonna be is. I'm gonna be honest. I think the scheme looks awesome. I've never heard of these guys, so I really don't know anything about them. Yeah, I, I never really heard of them either. But, but they got like 800 something thousand subscribers. So. Yeah, the, the thing is. The thing is, like, that probably makes me sound so conceited. Dude, there's so many freaking YouTube channels out there that are so huge. I can't see. I can't see all of them. Like, like they, even like, even like, ones with like, eight hundred thousand subs, you can't see. My really. my, oh, my, my YouTube algorithm recommends me the people who make NASCAR content, model trains, fishing, uh, and a few gamers. That's it. And the Golden Girls, like in Jared's case. <laughs> 
what, what what kind of videos do they do? What is their like thing? I don't know. I have no clue. It's some sort of YouTubers in NASCAR like are making a crossover. I saw the dude Perfect's going to be at Bristol to have some big event at Bristol. Oh, that'd okay. be cool. That, that I'm interested in because I'm 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 trying to look about maybe going just to the night race this year. Damn, they're still around too. Damn, yeah, see, I remember yeah, watching right. Dude Perfect videos in like high school. You know what I mean? Like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the I one they did with they're Junior. Still too. going that strong. Was, yeah. I remember I re I tried to do a video like theirs once, and it took like way too many tries. And I'm willing to admit, but I was like 14, and what I did is I was uh, as I was at my family's house down in Arkansas. And what I did is I threw the basketball, hit it off the roof, mm -hmm. off the shed, bounced off the deck, and on into the. The basket and it took way too damn long for me to learn like hey you know angles matter this, this is also in the era when on youtube prank videos were a huge thing hey this is joey salads this is joey salads here <laughs> like, I'm, that sorry, was saw, I'm just i'm sorry i saw that super chat uh, anyway um, we're done with the lightning round billion subscribers that's crazy right Man, hey, i was laughing uh, at the super chat all i'm gonna say is flying gator i appreciate dawn and i'm not reading that one i'm sorry <laughs> no it be like elections um yeah but that was that was a lightning round all right let's see if i can break my record and it's the Turn down for what oh. <laughs> this was I, the lightning round on the nascar weekly podcast <gasps> i'm out of breath I, I, and I, now I, back to the show i really thought the lightning was gonna get done before you got done <laughs> Dude, I almost had it. I'll beat the lightning someday. I'll beat it someday. Oh, but now, back to the show. Eric. And our episode is sponsored by our other sponsor, Forney Industries. Y'all know, I don't know if my hat, I always forget to bring my hat over here. That's okay, y'all can barely read the hat anyways. Um, but Forney Industry. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and much, much more. They have everything you need, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional metal worker. They've got everything you need for your next project. So be sure to check them out at ForneyEnd.com. Forney, I-N-D, not corny, chat. Come on now, chat. Not torny, not, not no. Forney you know, Industries. You know, you know they're going to mess up with the oh. name. No, I, I'm, I'm just making sure they know. I don't know what Danny's got their website put up. That this is oh. kind, it's kind of their website, but it just looks like it, it, it's 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 the holy <laughs> word. It's so bright. <laughs> it, it looks like we're getting possessed over here. It's like the ring or something. Anyway, beautiful Forney Industries, proud sponsor of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast and the Out of the Group Podcast Network. Yeah. Check them out, Forneyin.com. All right, and I'll be right back. Not only are we sponsored by our good friends over at Lionel Racing and Forty Industries, we are also funded by viewers like you. And Thank you. Thank you. Let's get into this. We have we've got a lot. We've got like thirty-three super chats. I'm going to read these <laughs> as quick as I possibly can. Stevie Nelson, right. appreciate your ten dollars. Uh, says we are about thirteen races in. We have ten winners with more on the way. I think it's actually eleven. Should NASCAR get rid of the win and your end system of playoffs and make it about consistency like the Chase formats were? A couple of years ago, maybe I would have said yes, but honestly, at this point, we're this far into it, and NASCAR fans are kind of getting tired of too many changes. I'm going to say no to that one. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's just, I, I mean, like, it, my heart says, yeah, I want them to change it, but it's like Danny said, like, NASCAR's changed it so many times that it's like, uh, do I really want to see it change again? No. 
I don't love it, but at least it's easy to keep track of. You know, you feel like your driver is never truly out of it. Even Eric Almirola fans still have a reason to watch because all it takes is one week and he's in the playoffs. They're, 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 yeah. just, they're just hoping and praying. Uh, Blue Jimmy 40th fan, I see you just become a Danny B super fan. Appreciate you becoming a member of that, man. Thank you. Uh, Groovy Goose coming up for $1.99. Super chat brought to you by Groovy Goose. Ah, oh, he's gone. Spend a UFO. Make sure he spins that when he comes oh, back. It's, well, it's, 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 it's rotating. So it's Here, like, I, I can, I'll reach up. I'll spin it. Can I? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Spin it I'm trying. Bit. Chad, I'm trying. All right. Philip Richards coming up $10. Appreciate it. Would be cool if each race in Austin, Texas this weekend were won by a driver named Austin in each series. If only Austin Dillon were worth a dime on road courses. Uh, yeah, I don't know about it's that. It's true. Wait, wait, wait for it. Jared, spin that UFO now! Spin it! Spin, spin it. the UFO! Spin the UFO! We got a super chat. Oh, it's over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I went and got a piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're throwing back to 2018. Got a piece of pizza. Oh, nice. yeah. see, I'm hungry now. Did, too. That, did that come from Papa John's? Uh oh. No. That's <laughs> not... Did you use Danny B25? I, I plead the fifth. No. <laughs> he plays the fifth. Yeah, good answer. It's a good podcast. Answer. All we do is talk. You can't plead the fifth. <laughs> Michael Jensen coming in for another $5. Appreciate that. Still no one stealing a playoff spot. And natural points, McDowell is 16th. So the top 16 in points are the 16 playoff drivers still. True. Yep, I guess that is true. Uh, it's gro- true. Groovy Goose at another dollar ninety nine. Will we see triple digit numbers in NASCAR again? No, uh, not not, no. not 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 in the top three series. They might allow it for like a modified race or something like that one day. Yeah, we we won't be seeing that though. Uh, we read this great Jar Jar Banks super chat earlier, so again appreciate that. Todd Blue coming in at five Canadian dollars. <laughs> Where will I finish in Coda? You'll win it, obviously, Todd Blue. No, you'll, you you'll win be up front. You believe with your heart. No, you'll win up front. You'll run up front at least. Ty Bands coming in at five dollars. Appreciate that. You guys should watch and react to Undercover Boss Steve Phelps edition. See him go undercover in different jobs in NASCAR and fail. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen, I've that. seen that. before. I've seen it, it is a good episode. I would probably try to watch it, but we, and it is a CBS thing. We probably definitely would get copyrighted by that one. It's on. It was on. It was on Netflix at one point. I remember it was a while so, back, but I remember watching that episode again. Great idea, but I do know that Viacom would definitely go after us if we tried that. Yeah. Uh, Groovy. Another dollar ninety nine. Used to live near Nashville. Nice to see NASCAR back. Of course, I think that's probably referred more when we had uh, Eric on. Oh, unfortunately, I'm sorry. Urban Alvarado comes out of nine ninety nine. Hey, Mr. Moses, do you think in the surrounding area of Nashville Super Speedway will have more investment like hotels, local businesses, etc., like one Daytona if Nashville Super Speedway could become successful? It's N- not that specific part where that racetrack is. That is becoming definitely a more of an industrial park area of the Nashville community. Uh, Amazon has a big facility right there behind the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a big Napa Auto Parts a warehouse that's open up there. Uh, there's actually a lot of big warehouses that are opening up right along that stretch of the, uh, the interstate that goes by Nashville Super Speedway. However, um, Nashville itself is growing like a wildfire still, mainly because I think Nashville at some point wants to host a Super Bowl. I think that's their end goal right there. They want to be able to host a Super Bowl one day. Um, so, What about the noise? <laughs> the noise. Uh, so, <laughs> it's too loud. My dogs! <laughs> okay. The noise is too loud. It's too loud. Harvick's favorite song, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. What a name. Four ninety nine, appreciate that. We need twenty fourteen rules package back. Also, more two plus <laughs> mile ovals. Deegan, oh, okay. 
for your money. <laughs> I remember that one. I said it Thanks for the cash. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you feel like scrolling back that far, you can read that. Oh, no, I, think, I, think, I think it gets to the point where it hits a limit and it's not. Yeah, you can't go back and yeah. see it. Harvick is a cheater boy. Wow, okay. $4.99. Kenseth needs to come back to Rick Harvick. Also, we are getting too many road courses. Four is the right number. Let's give Michigan second date and two-mile auto club. Okay. Sorry, after, no, after that last one, I was reading slowly. So I don't want more two-mile tracks. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I am going to miss Auto Club, though. That is going to – I'm, I'm going to miss that configuration. Yeah, Alex Bowman dug it a good grave. <laughs> Platinum Paradise, dollar ninety nine. Will Hendrick have a better season in 2007? Mm. No. It's going to be – it might be comparable. That's hard. That's uh, hard, man. Not that dominant. It, yeah. They're going to have to have – well, I think there's a better chance for all the drivers to get two wins this year. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Casey Mears got a win that year, which is yeah. But I mean, that, they would have to combine for 18 wins to match that season. Yeah, yeah. It, like and, and, and mostly and, and this year there's been so many different winners. It, it can't they be have done. four. They yeah, would have they're to on win. pace for like 12 at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think is comparable to 2014. They would have to win 14. Of the next twenty-three races, and this while that's it. possible, it's ah, probable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, moving on. Todd Blue for uh, two Canadian dollars. Don't forget the guest pick. We did not. We got that one. So we got that. One. Yeah, we got it. Which yeah, finally one. We still need the trucking Xfinity. Which I, oh, which which I gotta say, guest. Whew. Kyle Larson on road course. I don't know if I'd go with that one, but we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Uh, Just adding to the meme. PTM Billy with four ninety nine. Appreciate that. Will we see any? Oh wait, we already asked this one. Will we see any of the Dicus vendors at, at Nashville? Yes, uh, it sounds like we will. Um, Xavier Herrera coming in at four ninety nine. Appreciate that. To the naked eye, it looked like all Hendrick cars back bumpers, back bumpers, opening were a bit too high. Perhaps that was the advantage that helped them finish one, two, three, four. Well, they all passed inspection, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they, they got away with it if, it, if so, they did anything. If you guys remember, Jimmy Johnson got penalized at the start of the 2012 season for a criminally cheated car that passed inspection, too. Mm. So I'm just yeah, saying, so. I mean, look who's the competition director, I believe, now there. Chad Canals. He's gonna he's gonna find a way. <laughs> Let's he'll be real. There, yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll be like Drake and Josh and find a way. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I just caught what you said. Find a way. Find a way. All right. Benjamin Spencer, 49. I appreciate that. If a track were to get a third race, it would probably need to be Pocono or Martinsville. Harvick needs to get down on knees and apologize. Dega 2015. What is it to chat in Harvick for some reason? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. They've been crazy. My chats last couple weeks, it's every super chat has like a little dig at Harvick at the end of it. It's wait, big. wait. But wait, did you say Pocono and, or, or Michigan like get a third race or something? Pocono like that? or Martinsville. It'd be uh, Daytona because they'd have the road course. Yeah, true. Yeah, so Definitely Daytona not. already has three races. I don't, don't want to see another Pocono. I honestly don't no. even want to see another Martinsville. No, you're not going to lie. Two's good. Mm. Yeah, we, I, we're I, gonna have a disagreement here, Eric. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking to it. We love our friends at Pocono. Yeah, we do. Uh, G and the, the screw Harvick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the chat said. That, that, I, I just play into our crowd here. That's all I'm doing. Con- congrats. Know your audience. Congrats. Know your audience. Congrats. That will be taken out of context and put on NASCAR with the main cast. Yeah. <laughs> 
hate to see it. I have a feeling like 12 of my quotes so far tonight will be on that too. This has been a very quotable yeah. show. I will give us <laughs> yes, credit for yes, that. It has, yes, it has. Uh, GN of $2. Imp Lemon has a podcast guest in the future place. He's been invited from my understanding. Yeah, let me so. call him really quick. <laughs> well, he and I follow each other. I'll DM him later. We've mm-hmm. we've communicated with him before. We'd like to make something yeah. happen. Is he but... is he back on Twitter? Is he back on Twitter now? Yeah, See, that's the problem on Twitter. There right. Right. Okay, he's back. So, yeah, I'll talk to him. Ty Bands, $5. Appreciate that. I get SHR has one rookie and Cole is still new of no practice. But I think they are saving their money for the next-gen car. Watch out for I, next season. That's what I'm saying. They're saving. They got a little something cooking at the moment that they're going to unveil next year. I Also, screw Kevin Harvick. <laughs> screw Kevin Harvick. They're, they're, they're giving Harvick all the good stuff. Screw that guy. <laughs> What's with the hate within this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but... Platinum Paradise, 49, appreciate that. The fact that El Marola can win one race and be in the playoffs with the season he's had shows how flawed the format is. Huh? That's also a very fair. That's the argument yeah. I was making for years, and I kind of gave up on it. <laughs> hey, win Daytona, bro, and then shock the world. Jake Stewie, I think that's how you say this one. 499, we should all send flowers, and I'm thinking of you cards to the entire staff at Stuart Haas Racing that's working on the number 10 team. Hey, Eric Almarola wow. can afford it. He, he'll he should be sending them. This, this, <laughs> is, this has just been a solid SHR roast session. I hope. Yeah, uh, Harris Lou. I hope you're not watching tonight, man. Yeah, hey, he's he, put him he's in the a, ten car. He's the bright spot. This is BS. This it's too late. It's already an hour. Yeah, late. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> And Antar Doth of 49, I appreciate that. It's going to be weird to see NASCAR at Coda since I'm used to F1 or IndyCar being there. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Please, somebody send it in turn one. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at a comment. <laughs> I know that's when you're laughing. It's <laughs> so, so random. Go ahead. Keep going, Daddy. I, I, I can only imagine what it is. I'm not looking at it. Uh, C Workman. I, good, hey, good to see you, C Workman. $2. Ministry and sponsors are same. Engagement is great. Than a big logo. Uh, I mean, I, I saw I, I, I saw him say that to uh, to Moody, and Moody basically dodged that completely. Well, probably because he brought up ministry. So I mean, that's probably a, a fair thing. But I mean, I I don't really talk about that much. I work for pretty much a big ministry kind of thing, and you know, I, I I kind of agree with that. You got to get engaged to get the word out there too. So uh, word of God. Word but of don't God. you know that a logo will totally make somebody want to believe something or like something? Yeah. Yeah, aren't you just, guys just getting thirsty right here? Don't you just want to sit back and drink a Dr. Hey, Pepper while watching reruns hey, of the Golden Girls? You wouldn't grab the <laughs> you wouldn't grab the and, and don't you want to root for Alex Bowman? I mean he's the best NASCAR. And don't you want to pre order your, your your Alex Bowman diecast from I don't have anything I don't have anything to promote. And smoke a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> there's 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 probably a re, well, there's actually a pretty good reason why there's only reruns of the Golden Girls. I would not want to see them all meet up today. Oh no no. <laughs> Hey, Eric, Except Betty White, she keeps going. Eric, yeah, yeah, Betty White. Eric, cool. you went and grabbed something to drink. What'd you go grab a drink? Was it Dr. Pepper? <laughs> I grabbed myself a freaking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked out in his shirt, like, hmm, you, I should do that. You love to see it. Philip Richards, five dollars. Eric March, <laughs> Eric March, hasn't he? In the chat, said this first, so he gets the credit. But Bradley Herbst equals Danica Patrick. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Moving on. <laughs> Isaac, 499. What can SHRG to turn himself around? Could Childers maybe work 
with and mentor Custer slash Briscoe in the same way Knauss mentored Byron in 2019, 2020. Uh, you better. Pray for a Festivus miracle. Yeah, you better. Be, you better hire some people to mentor him. I, 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 I don't know. Like with with Byron, I don't. I'm not going to say he learned really much of that. I, I think that there, was, it wasn't really the best chemistry there. Yeah, I, I'd say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> it, it just didn't really work out like people thought it would. But he's he's much better at Rudy Fugel, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Andrew Meyer, five dollars. F- Brad Keselowski got so fed up of Joey Logano's blocking that he'd rather join Roush than stay at Team <laughs> Penske. That's kind I'm blaming. Yeah. He's, 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 he's done. That's the he's, thing, though. Yeah, he's done. He's done with Penske, man. Antar Dust, 299. Appreciate that. Shell Pencil are happy with 22, so Cendric to the two. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No way they're going to switch. I read your other one earlier, Antar, about the brutal Jarrett. Jimbo Burrito, $2. Jarrett woke up and chose violence today. Yes, you did. He does that every week, though. Like, every day. Yeah. He's not a violent person. Jarrett's, Jarrett's a sweetheart. Are you kidding me? I'm the NASCAR equivalent of John freaking Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but all right. Philip Violence Rich- is my other middle name. <laughs> Philip Richards with $5. Appreciate that. I want Herbst and Cup soon as possible just to hear Mike Joy go at him like he did Cody Ware at Martin. Yeah, I was, just, I was just thinking about that too. Like he, like yeah. Mike Joy would not put up with his stuff at all. Groovy Goose, four ninety nine. <laughs> what does me and Matt Jas- Jaskel have in common? We were both flying objects this past weekend. Thanks for all y'all do. Y'all are the best. I don't. Thank get, you. I, I don't, I'm afraid I don't get that reference, guys. Because he went flying on top of another car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. In the Xfinity race. Yep. yep yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the chat. All hail Plankton. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where has this come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, 63 Corvette GS84, $5. Appreciate that. He says 2001, uh, although it was a great and emotional season, it's one of the best ever. That's what he would go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that's, a fair, that's a fair point. Had had some horrible downs, but had some great ups too that year. Jake Alcorn with nineteen ninety nine. Appreciate that, Jake. Thoughts on Kyle Bush's comments about Logano being two-faced on the I Am Athlete channel. Love the show, guys. Danny, you need a 48 banner to fill that background. Spin the UFO. Spin the UFO. Oh, I think it's perfect. I think more drivers need to okay. go on that podcast more often and be like, hey, I don't like this guy, and here's why. I think that's perfect. If it, was, if it wasn't for the fact that I work for a very much professional company and have to do a lot of Zoom calls each week, maybe I would put that 48 banner back there, but I think that would look a little too distracting in my meetings. Uh, Flying Gator, Dawn 99. Uh, again, appreciate that. I'm not reading that one. I just remember what that one was. No, so, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Groovy Goose, Dawn 99. Shout out to the Spotify listeners. Spend a UFO. Hey, that's a cool shout out. Hey, that's right. Yeah, we got hey, everybody everywhere. Spotify. And also uh, Hi, Apple Spotify. Podcasts. All that. I don't really like you, Apple. Pro- you guys, you guys are dead to me. I, don't, I only care about the Spotify list. Whoa. <laughs> don't do that. I, it's late. <laughs> Dylan McCollum, appreciate the dollar. Nothing said, just the dollar. Appreciate that. Dustin Thatcher, a third Pocono race would be another nap race, as he as he calls it. Mm. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll interrupt this, Claudia. Just 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 bring me what you brought me here. We forgot, oh, no. we forgot that we actually have this big Alex Bowman flag. <laughs> <laughs> 
So just, just start putting that behind me each week, and, and there we go. What the there hell? Why go. was that not up this whole time? I, well, because yeah, good question. It requires three wins in a season. Oh, <laughs> yes, this, you, it's this, not unlocked this, yet. This flag will fly high at Nashville Super Speedway. Bowman DLC is only unlocked with three wins. Yeah, so non-points races don't apply. So win win a third one, uh, not an all-star at Texas, and I will put that up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, C. Workman, $2 appreciate that. (laughs) Just said moody big poop emoji. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ty Bands, $5, appreciate that. They're tired just like us. Yeah, the chat chat's off the rails. We're almost done, guys. We have two more. (laughs) Ty Bands, $5, appreciate that. If every car was spec, would Spire have a win by now or a championship? No. No, no. no. Uh, Jake Stu with a $1.99. T Norfleet to number 20. To the number two, 2022. So, okay. <laughs> Tia, Tia finally getting that jump up. Oh, and Dylan McCollum, another dollar. Appreciate that, Dylan. Thank you. All yeah. right. And that is the great messages from the chat in the Super Chats. We are funded by viewers like you. Now, Thank let's you. talk about some more money because the North Carolina and federal government has just announced that the North Carolina's version of the Government American Restoration Plan is to use $10 million a piece to renovate and restore parts of Charlotte Motor Speedway, Rockingham Raceway, and North Wilkesboro Speedway. This would include water and wastewater extensions, pedestrian walkway enhancements, speedway repavings, upgrades to facilities, bathroom fixtures and maintenance, grandstand repair, and erosion control. Now, the way I see this, I, at first I was really confused. Okay, why is how is this the best way to recover after a pandemic? And I realized, wait a minute, it's the perfect thing because the whole the whole thing that happened in COVID, all aside from people being sick, is now these businesses and the travel and hospitality and tourism industries have suffered deeply. Doing something like this, revitalizing people's reasons to come to North Carolina is a good thing for North Carolina, so I can see why they have gone this route. This is awesome. I think if you've been given the money, which they've been given the money by the federal government, I'm, as a NASCAR fan, happy that a lot of the money is going towards, or a serious portion of the money is going towards several North Carolina racetracks. It sounds like, yeah, Charlotte, Wilkesboro, and and The Rock are going to get $10 million each. I heard there's another $10 million that are kind of going to be spread around all the other short tracks in North Carolina as well. So that's a big deal. It's a big deal, especially for the for North Wilkesboro, because you know, I, I don't think they'd be giving North Wilkesboro that kind of money unless there was a plan behind the scenes. Because right mm-hmm. now, that's like you're throwing $10 million at basically an empty field. There's nothing going on in North Wilkesboro. <laughs> But they're only. I think the reason this money is happening is because there's someone actually making things happen. It sounds like SMI really has a plan. It sounds like Marcus Lemonis at Camping World may be somewhat involved. And now the government's giving them ten million. Now you know, a couple weeks ago, Dale Jr. said, "Oh, you only need about eighty million to renovate the place." Now we got. If you include the million from Camping World, you have eleven million now. So only nice sixty nine million more to hey. go. And we got ourselves North Wilkesboro back, baby. But only. This is- Ten only, million will go a long way at North Wilkesboro. Only sixty-nine million to go. Let's go. I don't know if ten million is going to get NASCAR back, but honestly, that could help it get to where it's a local racing facility. Yeah, you can get some local racing back in the community. It's about damn time. I mean, the last time the track was open was twenty eleven, and then it all of a sudden just shut down again. Um, and now the potential of it being back open. I mean, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now, and I think me and Jared have basically kept the same stance. Like, hey, it's great, but I mean, you know, 
this is the same song and dance we've heard time and time again. Like, there's no serious backing. And now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, today, boom, there's some serious backing here. And it's from the freaking government, too. The freaking government is going to help the revive. Feds. Yeah, the, the feds. Out of their choppers. The feds. The feds are freaking going to revive North Wilkesboro Speedway. You love to see it, man. Uh, and, and, you know, objectively speaking, you know, some could make the case like, hey, well, this is so much needless spending. There's no, hey, but you know what? Um, uh, to us See, motorsports fans, what, this is great. This is great. What's the, what, it, we don't actually know the number because we had the guy from Save the Speedway on who I'll, I will admit I've kind of eaten my words here from what I said when I had my little spat with him. Um, <clears throat> not kind of, I am eating my words here. Um, he said 10 to 12. Then Dale Jr. on his, on Twitter says 80. Mm, then Dale Jr. The on his podcast says 30. So what the hell is the number? I, mean, <laughs> yeah, it's I, feel, like, confusing. I feel like this is a lot like closer than we're, we're giving it credit for. Um, well, well, hey, let's, so, say, let's say they got 11 million because we've got to remember Marcus Lamonas. Yeah, so you got you got 11 million right now. Um, I mean, it feels like it, it, I, I would not think that they would put all this money to renovate it just to have a few late models on it or even have a truck race. Yeah, it, there's something even more. Xfinity. I, I feel like this is this is definitely something where you got to like go all in here. Uh, try and bring it back to cup same with the rock the rock i think is definitely realistic it's ready it's, it's ready. already got safer barriers put up mm-hmm. and everything like i that that's a track that i don't think many people are quite as excited for as I, i'm know. excited i'm, I'm I, excited but i'd say the general public would be like oh another borderline intermediate track in southern north carolina okay like you know it's not that the most exciting thing in the world but um <laughs> but no the rock is definitely closer but that's what i mean you're right jared i don't know what the number is for wilkes because right, we've heard a wide variety those who really want it back say oh it's cheap we'll do it for nothing <laughs> then those who are a little more skeptical are like it's gonna be really expensive i don't know what the yeah. number is but the point is when again you're throwing money at an empty field basically just you know 10 million dollars is going to do a lot for that place it's going to mm-hmm. bring it from the zero it is now it's going to get it 30 40 50 percent of the way there perhaps so that's mm-hmm. that is big in that respect and if and if it is 30 we're over a third of the way there already so you get that in you know you start having people like marcus smith come in to to get behind this on top of i i would i would not be surprised if dale jr if this really hit put like a million or two into it yeah i wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if there were some other older drivers like tony stewart or jimmy johnson or even jeff gordon that put money into it i wouldn't be surprised this becomes a giant community effort to bring back north wilkesboro or rockingham if there is a clear and concrete plan in place here and again Um, and again just a reminder nascar has not raced there since 1996 so it has been year decades you know really raced there since what 2011 yeah yeah like 2010 2011 years yeah from 2010 to 2011 they had like this late model series for a brief moment uh chase elliott actually won there as a matter of fact in 2010 so my 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 thing is like if you if this does happen and if you're going to bring these tracks back, you cannot do a repeat of like 2012, 13, whenever it was at the rock and completely half-ass it, do two years of the truck series and then use attendance as a dumb, you know, as a bad reason to, 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 to get rid of it. Because I'll be honest, that was a half-assed reason. There was probably some stuff behind the scenes that made it more difficult because both those races for a freaking truck race had a ton of people there compared to other truck races. So What's Wilkesboro's, or I'm sorry, what's Rockingham's capacity? It's like 30, 40,000, right? It's like 35. I think I yeah, looked up recently. It's roughly. like 35K. Around mm-hmm. there, yeah. That's a, that's, that's, that, that's a, I think for a, a track in North Carolina, that's a good number. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the tracks in North Carolina, you have to have a lower attendance just because of the density of tracks there, especially if you bring the Rock and North Wilkesboro back. You you would ha- probably have to cap out at 30 or 40, 30 the same, 40 way that, same way that the fairgrounds are looking at. If, if they ever did have a Cup Series race at the Rock again, I wish we could capitalize and get Dwayne Johnson to come out and say, Finally, the Rock! Finally! Can, Can you, you smell? smell? <laughs> Finally, The Rock has come back to hey. The Rock to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they need to get him out there for that. They have to. They have to, man. Come on, he would not. He would not pass that up. It's perfect. It's perfect marketing thing. Well, he would. He would pass it up if they didn't pay enough. Yeah, and he almost, yeah. yeah, and he almost actually started a cup team too back in the day. That's that what that ten million is going to be used for. Yeah. Is to get Dwayne Johnson there to. Yeah, it's it. not. It's not when they. Well, yeah, when they put the rock, they were saying, "Hey, it's just ten million for rock to." I love that. <laughs> One of y'all sent in our group chat. It was like the PowerPoint presentation that like the state was giving, and it just was like, "Oh yeah, money will be going to North yeah. Wilkes Barre Speedway, Shawmore Speedway, and the Rock." And it's, <laughs> yeah, here, here, here you go, Dwayne. It here just you go, called it the Rock, and I thought that was very. Very unprofessional government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, feds. Uh, NASCAR, uh, NASCAR, we don't want to talk about the feds. NASCAR <laughs> weekly podcast at 10 a.m. It just hits different. Yeah. 10. I, better, I better stop talking about the feds. Or they're going to bust down on my door. Okay. I think that's enough to talk about that. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about this weekend's race, Coda. Who, who, which of the hosts here would be most likely to have the feds knock down their door in the next 20 seconds? Not me. <laughs> not you, Jared. Dude. It's totally me. Because oh, you're hiding UFOs. I see that. The government's all oh, yeah. that. Like, Dude, it's, it's... I am I am like the most law-abiding citizen you will ever meet. <laughs> Basically. I spoke I out about the Federal Reserve. They're after me now. Move on, move on. Okay, what's They're going to do me like Kennedy. <laughs> oh, no, no, something's saying, Jared. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Kennedy lied. Hey, 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 remember, Kennedy lied. He promised he would serve a four-year term and didn't lie. <laughs> Damn. Damn. We're, We're so late, bro. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Dude, you're on the West Coast. How are you tired? It's 8 o'clock, man. We're usually done with the show by then. Coda! Coda! What's uh, happening? What's happening at Coda? Yeah, Danny, being the only one not there, you should lead us into this one. <laughs> they are making left and right turns in Coda. Let's go. All right. You can watch Coda on FS1. It'll be on FS1. It'll be broadcasted on radio by the Performance Racing Network. Cup Series race starts at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. Xfinity starts at 4 Eastern Time. Truck Series will be racing at Saturday as well at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We will have practice and qualifying this weekend. Cup Series will be qualifying Sunday around noon, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we get will, to see it. We get to see it again. There will be between thirty percent and forty percent attendance for this one, but you have to understand how huge this place is. That's about sixty thousand people that should be in attendance for that. If they uh, get that number, that's that's awesome. That's I remember big. when I went to the IndyCar weekend when it first showed up, and I think they estimated thirty to forty thousand showed up for Sunday, and like it was a pretty certain section of the grandstands were packed, and that was pretty impressive for their first yeah. weekend. If NASCAR <laughs> can get anywhere near double that, that would be huge. Yeah. The weather forecast for Sunday is going to be pretty good. A high of eighty-one, 
Uh, mostly cloudy with a possible chance of a thunderstorm, a 50% chance of rain. However, it's a road course, so as long as there's not lightning. hoping for no lightning. As long, yeah, as that's no, my as long as there's no lightning, Texas can be known for some pretty intense thunderstorms, so we'll see. Uh, Saturday, high of 78, cloudy with heavy, thunder, heavy thunderstorms, so uh, racing that day could be in jeopardy. Uh, Friday, 80 degrees, humid with huge thunderstorm. G- Jerry, you just kept making these get bigger and bigger. Get riding these. <laughs> no, so that that's the way AccuWeather put it. With huge thunderstorms. Huge How accurate can that be? That's <laughs> There's a 60% chance of huge thunderstorms. Huge. Okay. Absolutely huge. No thunderstorms are bigger. Huge. Right. Going, huge. Going into Coda, 40 pick points. Jarrett is our points leader with 183 points. Eric trails him in second, minus five. The chat is in third, minus 16. Darian is fourth, minus 26. I'm, I'm, he four out of six. I'm, Let's go. I'm, I'm right behind Darian. I am fifth, minus 27. And the guests made a good comeback. They're now six, minus 34. They were down in the 40s, but the guests have oh, come back. Oh, crap. Now, I want to say one thing. There was, because of the correction with, uh, Noah Gregson, the chat did actually gain a ton of points back, which is why they're back in third. Mm, that's gotcha. big. All right, now let's get into a little thing that we have here on the podcast, and it is called Race Picks. We'll be doing a few things, and this will be picking our winner for the Truck Series event. We'll also be picking a winner for the Xfinity Race. We'll also break down who's going to suck, who's going to be our underdog, and who is going to win the we- Truck Series race. Now, let's get into the truck series. I'll start us off. Fellas, we ain't been able to do this in a long time. But my third favorite, get hard for Menard. Paul Menard, the road course ringer. He's going to get it done for four sport this weekend. Mm. God. Okay. Kyle Busch, he's not racing this weekend, is he? No. O- only in okay. Xfinity. Mm, road course in road course ringers in the truck series. This is interesting. You know, Ben Rhodes really surprised me. He really surprised me at the Daytona road course. Now, would it would I pick him for this? You know what? I, I'm gonna go with talent here. John Hunter Nemechek. You know, I, overall he's a he's a good driver overall. And I mean, even in the last road course at Daytona, he was like he had that um he had motor problems at first and his car stalled and he still finished top 3 I think or at least he was back in there at one point so John Hunter Nemechek I want to go with Paul Menard cuz that would be fun but I don't think it happens I'm between John Hunter and since you picked John Hunter I'll go contrary to that I'll go with my other pick Shelvin Creed Yeah I knew somebody was going to pick that I knew somebody was going to pick him well, I know I'm not going to lose the points lead, at least during the uh, truck race, because <laughs> Sheldon Creed was also my pick. <laughs> I was like, please don't pick Creed. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick Sheldon Creed on this one. Uh, just the most consistent road course driver out there for the truck series. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, hey, uh, Darren, you want to like DM just anybody and see what their picks are for our yeah, guest pick? Yeah, I'll DM someone. Guys, I hate, to, I hate to say this. We took up a lot of uh, Eric Moses' time. We weren't going to ask him to pick for every series. Yeah, I the, yeah. I think the chat we can get clear pretty easily, I think, is Creed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Creed. Yeah. Well, it looks like the top three is staying the same distance apart. <laughs> Lame. Great minds think alike. All right, I sent it, so it'll take some time to get the guest pick here. When the guest sends something over, tell us who it is, unless it's White Flags Matter again. No, 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 no. No, it's not him this time. It's, a, it's another buddy who will actually be in Coda, actually, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah, we'll Got see it. him. Okay. We'll see him. 
Um, so yeah, we can continue yeah, and can as soon as he gets back, as soon as he gets yeah. back, then we can get that. So, Xfinity. Xfinity series. Guys, did you know we actually have five Cup Series drivers competing, like full, like mm-hmm. pretty much full-time Cup Series drivers competing in this Xfinity series race. We, I'm going to run through who we have here. We have Kevin Harvick racing at number five of BJ McLeod Motorsports. We have Cole Custer driving number 17 for Rick Ware Racing. We have Tyler Reddick piloting number 31 for Jordan Anderson Racing. And then we have Kyle Busch in the 54 for Joe Gibbs Racing. You can't count him out when he's racing in that series. And then we actually have, this is one I kind of flew under radar for me, uh, Austin Dillon is driving to 77 for uh, the Bassett team. Bassett team? Dylan Bassett. Dylan Bassett. So, Austin Dillon, that was kind of a, more of a surprise one. I didn't know that one was happening. And really quick. Uh, Ludo's in the eight this week as well. And really quick, JC1424, thank you so much for sending in the guest pick really quick. Uh, he oh, picks nice. uh, uh, Creed for the truck series to win. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, for me, you don't see him in here that often. And I know he's never raced here before, but that car will be fast. He has a lot of talent. Kyle Busch, I'm going to Kyle. Uh, Busch. Yeah, I was, dude. I was about to say, you know what? It's a toss-up <laughs> right now because it's like, like okay, like, Kyle Busch. Like you want to go with Austin Cindric, but come on, Kyle Busch don't get many chances that's, to do this. Th- look, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and here's the thing. Like, it, I feel like Kyle Busch is the most obvious pick, but something about Harvick and this BJ team. Like, like, here's the thing. I know, like, the equipment is not basically <laughs> okay. there. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Just the way you said something, that. Something about Harvick and this BJ team. <laughs> oh, what? no! I rocked into it. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. What? You walked no. into what? Okay. I walked right into it. Dang you it. walked right into the BJ team? Basically, I walked right into it. I'm sorry there. Dang it. All right, so something about Harvick and this uh, team here. Um, I feel like I, I feel like Harvick's going to use the most of his crowd to get you know the best out of that ride, but... It may be to a win here. I'm, I don't know. It might be to a win here. You know, this is road course racing, all right? Your equipment doesn't necessarily matter um, as much as um, as on the uh, on the um, the ovals and short tracks and stuff. This is where, you know, driver talent is at its best on these road courses and stock car racing, in my opinion, you know, especially so with the... So, so, so that's your pick? Yeah, it's basically my pick, Harvick. Yeah, that's, that's basically my pick. So, so it is your Har- pick. Harvick, Harvick, See, Harvick is basically his pick, and basically the BJ team. Is dude, I am so yeah, I am so tired now. Where it's like I was about to ramble on and discuss like, oh, why my philosophy, why it I picked him. It is 8 p.m. where you're at. We don't do the show at 8 p.m. here though. <laughs> I know you. You're up late at night, anyways. No, <laughs> you only know that because I snapped you. That's it. <laughs> All right. Oh well, I, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm I'm torn on this, but I'm gonna go with the not super exciting pick two weeks in a row. He's got experience racing in the rain that Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and them don't seem to have recently. I'll go Austin Cindric. Hmm. Damn. Why, you, why not? Why not the BJ team? <laughs> the BJ. Team. I'm going with uh, the the Pete Penske the P team. <laughs> <laughs> the TP. The TP. Ah, a TP. I'm going with TP. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. No problem. <laughs> um. Well, I'll give more reasoning to this one because I also picked Cendric. Uh, I compared him and, and AJ Allmendinger. Those were my two choices. Yeah, for he picks. was my second or third pick. And I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: the chat put them down for AJ. I've seen that. Oh yeah, AJ they got AJ. Over. Yeah, they got AJ. Well, well and also uh, the guest uh, pick uh, Harvick as well, just so you can put that down too. Poor, poor. Thank guest. you, JC. Thank you, JC. <laughs> anyway, um, since 
both of them were racing against each other in the last nine races. Uh, the worst finish for Austin Cindric is sixth at a road course. AJ Allmendinger's is much worse. He has four road course wins in the last two years. Yeah, four, has. Yep, or, nine. Yeah. Four of them. Nine. AJ, yeah. AJ's won more ovals than he has road courses lately. Yeah. So, I don't even recognize him anymore. <laughs> yep. I'm go I'm I'm go I'm going with Cindric, man. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. Yeah, I know some of y'all are saying Boris said, but we're giving you Almondinger so you even have a chance. Yeah. There are a lot saying Boris said. I will the, say it's the, close. There, there, there's way more for AJ. There's way more. Yeah, there's way more for AJ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I'll be uh, curious to see who wins. I, I do like the idea of Kyle Busch. I mean, he doesn't get many chances, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. He's rocking a very pretty Skittles car. On it's the nice. It's very nice. Now, moving on to who is going to suck for the Cup Series. And I know the last few times this one has bit me in the butt, but I got to be real. I don't. Aside from those random races at the Roval, I don't think Bowman's going to do good. So. <laughs> you picked him again. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't think this one's going to end the same. I think this one's going to legit be not a good race for him. All right. Okay. Uh, I probably. Uh... I feel like, look, they just got momentum, but you know his track record on road courses isn't particularly the best. So Bubba Wallace, unfortunately, is going to suck. It's not a bad pick. I'm not going to say Almirola. As someone in the chat said, please don't say Almirola. Uh, I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski, actually. He only – I had to do some research. He's got three second-place finishes at road courses, but in his last – I think it was 10 – Nine, nine or ten road course races, he only has three top tens. So he has mm-hmm. not been consistent at road courses like he is everywhere else. Eric Emmer, I'm kidding. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the guy who seems to finish below 34th at every road course race for like the past year, Kyle Busch. <laughs> he has not. He runs finished, maybe. He, uh, outside of the clash, which isn't a points race, so I don't count it. Every single time he runs up front and with like 20 to go, he gets crashed. And Something out. happens. Something, Something always happens. happens. His luck ain't there. I'm going Kyle Busch he, as my side pick. He is the only person I've ever seen literally rage quit the Roval. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, right. Like, that's it. I'm done. Uh, and I'm looking at it here. And chat looks like they're going, they're going with Eric Almarola. Yeah, I'm waiting for the guest pick for suck an underdog. We'll well, we don't even have there. to do it for that as long as we just we, – we have the win pick, so that's all it really does. No, okay, okay. All right, yeah. we're good. Thank you, JC. We're fine. <laughs> we don't need you. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> all righty. And uh, let's see here. I, I, yeah, I'm seeing a few for Dylan, but, I mean, I, I guess it's I guess it's more Almirola for this one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Almirola. Yeah. <laughs> Kick them when they're down. <laughs> Bless you. Pardon me. All right. Well, let's move on to underdog. Who do we think is going to have an underdog performance in this one? Mm, that's a tough one, being road courses and everything. But I guess I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez. I mean, he 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 he's gotten a lot of talk. Like it sounds like he might be able to make a good run out of this one. I don't. I'm not going to say he wins, but I will say he might have a good. Uh, he might have a good race weekend. This is where Eric Amarola revives his season. <laughs> He will. <laughs> Dang, I was having such a good build up. I'm, they, I'm they, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, the, yeah, cat, the cat allergies are building up. I guess. All right, redo, redo. Take two. This is where Eric Amarola. 
take three now. This is where Eric Amarola revives his season. <laughs> he revives his season. Eric Amarola. Uh, he gets at least a top 10 finish. I hopefully, hopefully he gets a top 10 finish his first of the season because he needs it. He needs all top the luck. Top 10, he man. He needs a top 20. Hey, hey, you got to dream big. Dream big here now. So Eric Amarola will somehow wa- uh, wind up finishing in the top 10. I'm going to go ahead and say the chat is trending towards McDowell, but we'll see. I thought about McDowell. Uh, my pick, I, I'm actually, I've been hard on him, but I'm going to go with Matt Benedetto. I think this week that he might get to stay with a Penske team has rejuvenated him. And I keep going back to that 2019, even before that, he had a great run, I think at Sonoma with Go Fast. But I think back to 2019, Levine Family Racing, he was fourth, sixth, and 11th in the three road courses. He's really good. The results have been kind of asked since he got to Wood Brothers, but I, I'm, I think he pulls out a top five, maybe it, maybe just a top ten. But I think De Benedetto has a good chance this and, week. And 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 like Eric said, his results have been not just ass, kind of ass. <laughs> I would have said very. I don't think he has very, a top very ass. Never mind. <laughs> I can't remember the specific statistic, but it's like I think of the last like eight or nine races, Kurt Busch has finished in the top ten of all but one. So I'm going Kurt Busch. He's going to be my my underdog pick. He's officially. He's officially reached that point where he's doing so poorly compared to his standards. He's reached underdog status, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, We're at that point. I'm going to go Kurt Busch as my underdog pick. He's not one of the favorites. He could sneak up and get a win if uh, something goes wrong for one of the favorites or two of the favorites. But he, he's got, I think I think he'll be up there. The chat reminded me. I, I maybe should have said uh, Austin Sendrick as my underdog. I, only his fifth cup start, but we just rattled off his road course prowess and he's going to get the chance to qualify which means he's not going to be stuck Ah, starting 35th so austin sendrick i think look for him to run top 10 i'm still seeing mcdowell ones you you know yeah it's mostly mcdowell but someone just said that the guy in the 14 i gotta remember the guy who was next to austin sendrick all year at xfinity last year was chase briscoe and he could do pretty well this weekend yeah so don't count him out there's only one person putting briscoe and it's just spam. It's so, misspelled it's, too. So McDowell, you got to put McDowell for them. It's, that's what it's, I was saying. It's McDowell. Give them yeah. McDowell. That's that's their pick. Grosjean now, comes out in the fifth SHR. Grosjean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to Darian. Who's gonna win at Coda? Famous wiener. <laughs> the famous wiener. Who's okay. gonna win at Coda? Okay, I said this earlier. I'm not picking Chase Elliott. I just. I think he's going to do good. I don't think he's going to win this one, mainly just because of how similar this track is to Sonoma. And in my opinion, the guy who's much better at Sonoma is Martin Truex Jr., and he's going to get win number four this weekend. Martin Truex Jr. goes to Victor Lane at Coda. Okay, so Denny Hamlin. Uh, first off, I'm picking Denny Hamlin, but this is to him. Like, stop playing around here, man. Already, like, damn near 300 points to the good. You're going to lock yourself in on points like straight up, but come on, man. You can't score that many points at this point and like not have a win. At the, like, it makes no sense to me. Come on, get that win this weekend at Coda, hopefully. So Denny Hamlin, that's my pick. I like those picks. I thought about going with Truex. I might have gone with Truex, except he let me down in a big way at Dover last week. He was my pick mm-hmm. coming off a dominating performance at Darlington, going to one of his best tracks, and he just sucked last week. They just missed it. I can't trust that team at this road course this weekend. I know they've, they've done some testing there, but so has Chase Elliott. 
Chase Elliott's my pick to win. He's won what four of the last five road courses, and he yeah. almost won the Clash this this winter before you know wiping himself and Blaney out in the last corner. And, he led forty four laps at the Daytona Road Course before getting damaged on a restart. He's going to be the team to beat. Chase Elliott wins today or Sunday. Sunday. When's when's today? When's today? What's today? <laughs> and I picked Elliott too. Yeah. Did we I pick the that. same three, Jared? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They can't gain anything. Yes, we might have a shot. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I should. Or we'll just pull further away from. <laughs> no, you. please. I'll let it I slide. I like the first one. I'll let it slide. We can pick. I, not I swear, I've, I've literally had these picks since Monday. I did research, man. I've had mine picked since this morning. So, <laughs> I picked mine five minutes ago. I picked. I, 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 I picked mine probably less than Darian. So, yeah. I, except for a Truex one, I was going to have him for a while. I'm I'm going Elliot. He's been the most consistently good one. I I think one race doesn't nullify the fact that he's been the man to beat. And uh, if 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 he doesn't win this time, then yeah, maybe you can start questioning. But like I said, one time out of the past five races that he didn't win, it, I think it, it's Chase Elliott. It was really just pretty much for a caution because of Sun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going going Chase. The sun caution. The sun caution. Ah. All right, chat. Get down to business. Who are you guys picking? I see Because we know who uh, Eric Moses picked. He picked Kyle Larson. I see a lot of Blaney so far, but it might just be one person. I think it's one person. Yeah, it's one person so far. I just uh, thought about something really quick while we're looking. What? Is that if the chat doesn't pick Chase Elliott, and Eric and I sweep the weekend. We'll basically both be like a full freaking week ahead of everybody else. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I am seeing a lot of Truexes and Byrons. I'm seeing probably more of them than I'm seeing Chase Elliott. So it might be between yeah. those two. I'm uh, surprised. I, I, I'm starting to say some of the Elliots. I see, I see George Nick. Strait. I see, I see Robert Presley got a pick. I, I see Kansas. a lot of Byrons. I'm yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I saw a lot of William Byrons in there. And they're I'm different seeing, people, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of Byrons. I think it's Willie B. Uh, yeah, I gotta I, give him Willie B. I, I don't know. Here comes some Elliots. They're coming in strong. Mm. Maybe I'm behind or something. When do y'all pick Almarola? I dare you. Somebody did. Somebody said her soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the, he's the Almarola fan I read about earlier in uh, no. the poll. <laughs> <laughs> The man who's like a me-seeks existence is pain. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing some. I'm seeing a lot of Byron's. Yeah, I'm seeing Byron. Yeah, I'm seeing a bunch of different. There's Byron's an occasional style. spurt of Elliot. Someone said the BJ team. I like that pick. <laughs> give him Willie B. Yeah, just give him that. I just There's realized something. I just realized something Marshall. really funny for the channel we're on. What? But every every Hendrick car but Bowman got picked for the win. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. The only time. But, 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 but hey, I, I picked him where it matters, really. Yeah, he's gonna win. That's what that means. Yeah, basically. No, this is gonna be the one where yeah, I'm, I'm not proven wrong. I think. So. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So on that note, we are still funded by viewers like you. Let's get on to the last super chance, and we'll call it a night. Vote Kyle 3000 comes in at 499. Don't ignore the government's ability to throw money at empty fields. Ah, good point. Good, good point. point. Yeah. Jake's. Ah. What? I dropped it again. Oh. Jake's, 
Jake Stewie, dollar nine nine. I'd pay for an after hours version of the NWP. Well, you just paid, and this is after hours. Uh, NWP, so. This is been this has been an after hours show, basically. Yeah, it, it has. This is how we are when we're not. But like, uh, Bush like I made a JFJ. I made a freaking JFK joke. This has gone too far. <laughs> we <laughs> both did. Thing. I know. <laughs> Bush, just put him in rice. He'll start working again. <laughs> Bush Brothers fan became a member of the Danny B Super Fans. Appreciate that. Blake Coffrin comes in of two dollars. Finally caught a live episode. Blake, it's good to have you here. We appreciate you listening. Ah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hyper dark sauna comes in of five dollars. Bowman has never finished worse than fourteenth on a road course and is joining Hendrick Motorsports. Interesting fun fact, and that is true, but I don't think it's gonna do well for this one. It just I'll just I'll, I'll be surprised. I'll put it at that. Uh Eric Esparza comes in of four ninety nine, appreciate that. Eric Jones to the two after Brad leaves her Roush. No, no. I, I would love. Isn't to see he signed it, through twenty twenty two? Yeah, he's our twenty twenty three, something like that. I don't know. He, he's, like, he's, he's with Richard oh. Petty for a little bit. And yeah, he's there for a little bit. He seems to really like racing for the King. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure if he could go to Penske, he probably would. Yeah, but he's got a paycheck, a consistent paycheck. Yeah. Right? Is, mm. is, is Team Penske going to be his first? Like, like, is he, is, is, is he going to be Team Penske's first choice, though? Let's put it at that. No. No, I mean... Yeah. yeah. GN comes in at $2. Appreciate that. He says, wait, is qualifying done in rain on road courses? I think that it would be. Probably. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. Yeah. But, but, yeah, they have qualified in the past. And, like, I think the race at Montreal in the past was qualified in the rain. But, so. I just don't know because it would... It, like the advantage or disadvantage of if it stops raining midway through the session. I don't know how they judge that. Ah, that's true. The more important question. Bob, does it have lights? No. I don't think Dakota does. I don't think they do. It, they it, don't? It, it, it won't matter. They rent a three-mile three road course. I don't think I they figure do. some some of them would be lit, but I guess not. It won't matter. They're, they're going to get it in. So That's all there is to it. But that is all of the Super Chats, and I guarantee probably be a few come in last second. There usually is, so we'll see. Uh, Be sure to join us next week. We'll be over on Jarrett's channel next Wednesday night at our usual time of 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Jarrett, who will we have on that week? Uh, Well, it is the week before the Indy 500, so we're going to have David Land and Kyle Cuthbertson on, uh, also known as Racing Nation TV. Both of them are, I believe, in Indianapolis right now. Mm-hmm. So they are. I love good, them. They'll have some good IndyCar up, uh, updates for us, and plus it's like the one show a, a year where we're supposed to talk about IndyCar Darian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. I freaking love and, David uh, and Kyle. I love those guys. And you'll be able to see our Indy 500 picks along with are uh oh yeah that's right there by the way it. um monaco is a sunday i'm picking lewis hamilton yeah you gotta go with lewis right like pretty much that's pretty much like if he gets pole i think he's got the race covered to be honest unless yeah. barring some sort of mistake so we got that uh yeah i can't i can't wait man it's been a, it's been a fun night though you can hear the dog barking in the back mm-hmm. so yeah it's been a late night i think this is the yeah, latest uh, podcast it, of the season so it, far right it, oh 100 percent. it doesn't look like there's any new super chats coming in so Jarrett, hit us with some dale call all righty wow all right like that. That that has been a fun thank you eric moses get your tickets to the ally 400 we'll see you there congrats bowman on the victory and until next time goodbye, goodbye.
Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.